0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the show. I'm Chance Allison. And I'm Russell Howe. And this is Tori by Chance, show we come talk all things movies, television, streaming, news, all that good stuff. And this is our first episode of our 2022 movie march series. This is where we come in to like, take a like, take a deep dive into a certain franchise of films. Because, you know, we, don't, we don't usually look at the franchise movies, Russell. Yeah, like, this is uh, this is our third one. Yeah, our third, our third one. And uh, this year, we are looking at the Jurassic Park franchise. This is, this is a real roller coaster franchise, Russell. Real it roller is.
1: coaster. It is, but uh, luckily for us, we're strapped in for the ride. But before that,
0: we got some other things to talk about. First of which is the wonderful world of sports. Now we're starting up with some good news in the world of sports. In that, look, the baseball strike was imminent. It was looking like they were going to cancel the season. I, I think there was the word the first two series the first uh, first four series were canceled. Those that was actually two weeks of baseball that weren't going to happen. Well, Russell. Worse not. We don't got to worry about that no more because baseball is officially coming back. Oh yeah. Yes, they will be ready uh opening day. I don't know for the back is April 7th. I don't know if that's world if that's season if that's league wide. I think it is, but I'm, I'm not mistaken, but yeah, no, I think that we
1: <laughs> real bullet dodge there, buddy. <laughs>
0: what would you say? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm on board. Um, obviously, uh, first year rooting for The Guardian. The Guardian, yes. Wa- watch out. yes. Get but, up, uh,
0: get hyped.
1: I, <sighs> I hate the name change. I bought a shirt, though, finally. I uh, just try to get into spirits of things. Um, uh, it's kind of cool, but well, we'll go with it. It's just it's an excuse to buy more merchandise. So, sure. Get hyped.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, but yeah, we have, actually have a lot of things to talk about in the world of football. Just because you know, uh, season's over means off season is starting, and free agency, free agency hasn't even started yet, uh-uh. and things are already getting crazy. Uh, first thing we're going to talk about are some franchise tags. Uh, these are the following players were franchised by their, by their respective teams. Uh, David Njoku of the Cleveland Browns got a franchise tag, uh, Bengals safety Jesse Bates was franchise tag, which uh, good, good for them. He's he's a good get, great, great safety, one of the best safeties in the league. Definitely, definitely something that need to be competitive going forward. Uh, the Chiefs tagged Orlando Brown Jr., which was a surprise to me, considering how much they gave up the trade for him. Yeah, I, I thought for sure we got extended. He could still get extended, but I think that look. The point is they they like are they really need to protect Patrick Mahomes, especially given what's happening. Yeah, uh, uh, in their division, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, the Dolphins tagged Mike Geseki, which was a shock. I thought he was for sure gone.
1: Well, this is a, that was a big, uh, big lock for him. He's a he's a pretty good
0: uh, tight end. Yeah, no, Mike Gusecki is is, is uh, he's a great talent. Yeah. Uh, other ones, uh, Dalton Schultz uh, got tagged for the Dallas Cowboys. That was a surprise. I thought again another player that I thought was for sure gone. And uh well, what we're going to talk about right now is uh, again the one I am shocked. I thought he was for sure going to walk away, and I feel I, I do feel kind of bad for him. Uh, um, Bengals, I'm sorry, Buccaneers receiver Chris Godwin. Mm. Who was franchise tagged last year. Yeah. Was franchise tagged again.
1: I mean, it makes sense. He's a, he is a good, uh, he's a good uh, weapon to have with Evans. He's a
0: good weapon, but like this, this guy who could like absolutely be an M1 receiver anywhere else.
1: I mean, but the thing is, I mean, who knows? Whoever comes into Tampa Bay next, whether it be Jimmy Garoppolo or somebody else, um, yeah. I mean, they, if they could make him a number one star, I mean, you, it just, it just, it wasn't Brady's guy. You know what I mean? I mean, Brady just had so many different weapons, a hodgepodge of, of, uh, of talent around him. So, I mean, who knows? You know, yeah. the next quarterback could favor him more than Evans. I don't know. That's true. That is very true.
0: Um, but yeah, the next quarterback's gonna need a lot of help, considering that they're about, but they're probably gonna lose a big chunk of their defense. Yeah uh i got some extensions coming in uh uh see we got chargers wide receiver mike williams extended three years around 60 million dollars again another guy who i thought was going to gonna find money somewhere else sad to stay in la god knows why (laughs) (laughs) the weather yeah uh this is this this was the big shock uh titans outside linebacker harold landry uh, who just made the Pro Bowl for the very first time last season? Yeah. Not all Pro. He was, not, not, he was made into the Pro Bowl. Uh, got a five-year extension worth eighty-seven point five million dollars. Fi- over fifty of that
1: guaranteed. That's crazy money. Man. That's, insa- that's
0: insane. I should say considering like he's not like he's he's
1: good, but like really? he's not like he's not like eighty million dollars good. For no, five years, like no. no. <laughs> but I mean. Hey, good for him, man. He's gonna he's gonna cash out whether or not he plays those five years or not. So uh, yeah.
0: and and today, uh the Raiders defensive end Max Crosby has signed a four year extension worth a little under one hundred million dollars. Which great. that's that's a, that's a great get for that. Like Max Crosby,
1: he's a, he's a, he's a really good player. Um, I think I believe the deal was ninety eight point which eight. Ninety eight.
0: because that's his number. I think yeah. it's kind of funny. I think yeah, I think it's great. But yeah, no, good yeah. good for him uh but he had some other we had some big news in the world of actually we'll get to the trade in a second first of which you got to talk about this calvin ridley has been suspended for the entirety <laughs> again calvin ridley who stepped away from football in the middle of the 2021 season Listen, got suspended for the entire year of the 2022 season you can Why? be
1: yeah he was gambling you could be recorded on video, knocking your fiance cold, right, or knocking your girlfriend cold, out cold in an elevator. Two games, you bet on football the whole season.
0: Actually, hold on. I, I want to try and I want
1: to try and find this. They have set. said it is it is such horseshit. The NFL has no concept of uh of what like what what classifies as like uh you know extremes you know i mean it's just it's crazy that this dude literally pete rose that um and he lost money he didn't even win money really.
0: yeah it's like yeah so uh ray Rice beating his fiance two games i mean agent peterson oh. felony child abuse six games greg hardy <laughs> beating his girlfriend 10 this, games this which was funny. reduced
1: to four this is un- unbelievable
0: ezekiel hits accusing the hated woman six games yeah. calvin ridley
1: you FanDuel
0: cool. one time 17 <laughs> kiss your, games
1: kiss your season goodbye sir
0: which is crazy because like look if, if he was playing that's a different story yeah
1: like he wasn't even playing these games he wasn't
0: even playing like he had he had no out he had no effect
1: he wasn't an outlier at all in any yeah. of this stuff man and like it's not it's not like a pete rose situation because like when pete rose caught gambling uh, pete rose he was like bet on his on his game yeah though. he was a he was managing at the time he was betting still should be a hall of famer though i mean those stats yeah. are, those stats are sickening
0: I mean, that's stats are great but like do L- you, L- you look piss on, yeah you piss on the lb that's that kind of thing but like yeah I th- yeah I, th- I know i think this is such, i think it's such bullshit that calvin really got suspended
1: I, it's not even like i the reason the reason we're even talking about this is just a joke it really shows that Gadelny's guy he has no grip over it's just it's a joke they wonder why nfl is like kind of a laughingstock sometimes and these are the reasons why
0: yeah it's it's, it's ridiculous uh other other news, this happened to this happened to happen today. Uh a this a certain individual might be getting uh might be coming back to the, the forefront of the NFL. Uh Deshaun Watson, you know, in case you oh. forgot, oh, yeah. he wanted out of Houston before the start of the 2021 season. He requested a trade, he wanted he wanted out of town. Uh then several, several sexual assault cases came to light. Got into some mischief. Got into some mischief with some masseurs. <laughs> um, it was ruled today that he would not face any criminal charges.
1: Again, this is the joke of the NFL, man. I mean, it's just I can't. It's it's sad that like, I don't know that again, like the severity of this. You're you're gonna yeah. penalize a guy a whole entire season for for betting. And you got these other guys committing way worse crimes, and it's just it's yeah, it's a joke.
0: Yeah, but like, yeah, but the John Watson is now uh you know, a lot of legal stink is gone. He still might get suspended, but it's not gonna be like a, again. Yeah. Gary's not gonna be like a, a It'll be like suspended. it'll be
1: a couple. It'll be a couple games, like four games.
0: Yeah. A lot of teams could really use his talent. Like I'm not, I'm not condoning. I'm not condoning him as a person. I'm not condoning Sean as a person.
1: No, but he's. I mean, still. Fuck. I mean, he's still a talented player. I mean, you can't Fuck knock his amazing from him. quarterback. Yeah, and with Kyler, Kyler Murray in the in the mix, too. This is gonna be kind of an interesting offseason to see what happens. Well, Kyler Murray was, was in there for a well, the long time. He wants out though.
0: He like, he said he wanted out, but then he put his carl stuff back up, so he might not want out. It's, it's, it's unknown. Friendly unknown. Remind, friendly reminder, Cardinals fan, Cardinals, you extended Cliff Kingsbury through 2027.
1: You feel better at the same time. And Bobby Benin is still
0: making money. Uh some of one a huge story, Just again, this is an unprecedented a thing I never thought would happen this season. Aaron Rodgers decided where he's going to play I told football you. next year. You did you did say it, you did say it. Called he up. is elected to stay with the Packers. Yes, uh, him and the Packers did come to an agreement. It was originally reported that he signed a $200 million contract, 153 guarantee, which all of us are like, with what money?
1: <laughs> and then and then on top of it. Franchise tag Devontae Adams and tag Devontae
0: Adams, which was a huge you're, get.
1: You're not gonna. We're, how are you gonna pay him? They don't oh, have I mean, any money.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean Devonte, you you can you can page because like you know he only has to make the average of the, yeah. the top five receivers, so that can work. Uh, but the thing is with Aaron Rodgers contract, it, it was, it wasn't as huge as it was reported, and, and that's according to him. Like he was not, he did not sign a two hundred million dollar deal. Uh, we have not heard the details of his new contract, but he is staying in Green Bay. Problem mm-hmm. is they're about to lose – they're about to lose a huge chunk of their team considering, like, mm-hmm. they, they are abstract.
1: Good for them. I fucking hate Cranby. Karen Rogers, dude. I just – I'm tired of the – you know, yeah, he's a good quarterback. We get it. But it's not like one of these things every year, dude. It's like, oh, am I going to go? I'm, I'm so unhappy, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, you dragged I mean, us out. It was,
0: it was two years. It was two years.
1: He still dragged us
0: for, shit good, up, for good. For good reason. Well, actually, actually like one year –
1: but my thing is, if you're so unhappy, leave. Like you were adamantly leaving, you're losing talent. You're not adding talent. You don't have the money to add talent. They do not. Have the money. Uh, they do not. They barely I mean, have,
0: the money. Re- 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 have re- re- the money to retain the talent they have.
1: No, and and that's the thing. So it's it's kind of funny. Um, they're they're not going to make any noise in the in, in the. In, yeah, I mean, you can go, you know, twelve and five or what what have you in the season, and then choke again, but. I mean, it is what it is. Um, I, I just, like I said, that's why I said that he just wasn't going anywhere. I just kind of knew that that's the type of player you're just not going to trade. Um, it just, it, it just, it made sense that he was going to, re- he's going to retire a Packer. It's just, it's just the way that it just, it just made sense, you know?
0: I mean, I, I do like Aaron Rodgers. I think, I think he's done some crazy shit in the last year, but I do think it's a good quarterback. Definitely oh, yeah, better no. than, uh, better than another, another certain quarterback who wears number 12, who may may not have retired last year. Uh, yeah, think thing has
1: been time, Brady. Get the fuck out of here. He, he is. He is. You're
0: fucking crazy. We'll, we'll, we'll get into this. We'll get into this. <laughs> <day. We'll, laughs> You're crazy. Make that, oh, make, that a, make that a bonus episode. Why Tom Brady? Uh, why Tom overrated.
1: There you go. You have the ripple. You've already th- thrown the stun into the water to make the ripple effect. You shit. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: but you know, a lo- there's a lot of people who was gonna go to Denver this last season. So yeah. a lot of Denver fans were just like, oh crap, we didn't get Aaron Rodgers. What are we going to do? Uh, well, Here's what you're going to do. You're going to get Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has been officially traded to the Denver
1: Broncos. Seattle submitted themselves in the basement of the NFC West, though. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yes, Uh, uh, Seattle uh, gave Russell Wilson and a fourth in return. Seattle got a huge haul in return. Yeah, they they did. They got Drew Locke, got Noah Fant. They got, oh, they got, oh, they got one more, they got more, one more player. They got some. Didn't
1: they get a couple picks too? Didn't they?
0: Yeah, they they got two. They got two first, two seconds, and of, They got their next two first, their next two seconds, and a fifth.
1: I mean, for a team that might not even, I mean, is probably like maybe the third best team in that division, if that. Well, I mean, but like the, the, this makes them. Here's the thing: like the Broncos were them competitive. Always, they were competitive. always a good QB away from being like really competitive. Well, yeah, because they've always prided themselves on a good running game and solid—I mean, solid core receiving.
0: Yeah, Uh, but yeah, they were always a good quarterback from being a good quarterback away from being, you know, like competitive. Now
1: they have that,
0: and Mm -hmm. the NFC and the AFC West now looks incredibly dangerous.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got a lot of young talent there, man. He's probably obviously the the oldest. He's the uh, the veteran of that. Um, But uh, yeah, it should be kind of interesting. Well, actually, no, Carr too. Um yeah. should be should be kind of interesting.
0: Like, like keep in mind, like we are not getting we're getting Russell, we're getting Wilson versus Mahomes twice a year next next season. We're yeah, getting Wilson versus Herbert twice a year. Wilson yeah. versus Carr twice a year. So yeah, yeah I think it's honestly makes them a legitimate contender in the AFC because, like, you know, yeah, you have you have the defense, you have the you have the 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 weapons on offense, and now you have a competent quarterback. I think I think Denver is looking very. I'm very fascinated to see Denver play next season.
1: And you have a president who looks like a horse. I mean, you're 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 pretty good. You're in good shape, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh but yes, uh Seahawks
1: fans, understandably.
0: Uh, not, did not take us very well. Did not did not bode well that Bobby Wagner was cut the same day.
1: And Bobby Wagner's looking to get with uh Freddie Warner, I heard. rumorville has it. Oh, you think so? Well, he's been wanting. To, he said he's. I read just somewhere right before the sh- the show here that he wants she- to play with. Shelby-, Shelby
0: Harris. Shelby Harris was the other was the other player. Uh, C- Seattle received in return for Russell Wilson. Uh, but yeah, this also. But yeah, oh, the trade, the release of Wilson and Wagner shows that Seattle's about to head into. They're about to head into rebuild with a Everybody, coach who is yeah. seventy years old,
1: yeah, who, who himself is probably ready to rebuild. Yeah. Uh, the back end of his career, retire. Um, It happens everywhere. You know, it happened to Niners. Um, you know, it's happened to you know Arizona. It happened. It happens to every NFL team. I mean, you know. But yeah. Uh, sooner, you, sooner or later. But yeah. Uh, do you think that they're going to use this because they now that they have the ninth overall pick in the draft? Do you think they're going to use this on a quarterback? I mean, I. I mean, they don't have anything in place for the next air two. So I mean, <laughs> they got uh, they got Drew Lock or Geno Smith. <laughs> Those are your options. There you have it. Uh, Case closed. We're good. Um, No, you need to you need to try to. Well, this quarterback class doesn't wow me though. Um, uh, To me, because I I, honestly like when when you're talking about Pitt's quarterback, like one of the best quarterbacks up there, man. Like, there's not a whole lot that's uh, that to wow you with. Do you know what I mean? Uh, There's not those star-studded quarterbacks that you're used to. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah.
0: it's it's like a a comparative Comparatively speaking, it's a weekend. It's it's a weekend
1: class. It's a slow year. Um, So, I mean. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I would say if you can draft a quarterback, Um, if not uh, try to lock up a good offensive player, or maybe get some uh, solid help on the line to, to, to protect whoever you, I mean, again, you can still roll the dice and get some of these other guys. You can still get, you know, your, yourself a Deshaun Watson, or you get yourself a, you know, and, and Carr's not even a, a, a state like a, a, a fixture either. Like uh, they were talking about shopping car out. How many times?
0: Yeah. I think they're still talking about shopping car
1: out, which so, so, he, he's good. He's a good quarterback, so like don't don't be surprised if you see like a, like a, a move where the car would go to the West Coast. I I could see something like that. Um, I could see like maybe like a a, a you know a Marcus Mariota maybe coming over to to play for uh, for Seattle. Somebody like you, you need some kind of a, a guy that's been in there for a while um, that has that veteran leadership. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Like I said, I don't think this is the year to to take your quarterback though.
0: Well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what they end up doing. Uh speaking of the AFC West, it was it broke uh yesterday. Uh the Bears decided to trade uh oh. all-star linebacker Khalil Mack, six-time pro bowler, uh veteran all pro linebacker yeah. Khalil Mack to the Chargers.
1: Yeah, a guy you would clearly get rid of on your team. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing. He was gonna be a huge cap hit if he yeah. if he stayed on the Bears.
1: I mean, I get it, but you still, I mean, regardless, you could still, I don't know. I just, it's just wasn't, I don't know. Granted, they they did not get enough. I mean, considering where they traded to get him in the first place. No, they, they lost that. I mean, the Chicago, like you and I could probably run that front office better than those guys have. Those guys have just absolutely- Ryan Pace.
0: You probably could.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it, it just, it's just—it's just awful, you know. You don't have yourself a franchise quarterback. You, you just—I don't. You just make these like dumb. It's like they almost like flip a coin and whatever it lands on, they decide to go with. Oh, heads or tails, we're going to try. Oh, yeah, we'll trade him. Why not? Like yeah, so, it
0: just—they—they uh, they shipped up Khalil Mack to the Chargers, and in return, they got a second and a sixth.
1: Yeah, not definitely nowhere near uh, compensation. And, and, and you know, it does—it like
0: does, does fill needs for the Chargers considering their run defense was downright awful. Well,
1: the, they on defense, cost but play a playoff spot. Yeah, I mean, but it should be interesting to see what happens.
0: Yeah, AFC we AFC West is looking incre- looking incredibly stacked.
1: Can we talk real quick? This is completely off topic, but since we were talking about baseball, I like how we also uh, up the playoff teams to twelve. Yes, we did. did you see, I, I really like that too. I think that's going to make it more exciting for the postseason completely random but i just really, literally just pop right in my head so just want to get that out
0: yeah. you know oh, hopefully the yankees <laughs> don't lay an egg this year <laughs>
1: that's, that's, yeah. that's what i want uh, well, pj uh, would uh, pj is all about new york man he would he would not appreciate that i don't think
0: no i mean, I mean I'm, I'm also yankees fans I'm oh saying. are you too oh yeah, yeah what the fuck Ugh. so, so I'm, I'm, I'm i'm hoping they don't lay an egg because i want them to go, go for i'm hoping <laughs> they lay an egg uh and uh <laughs> last piece of news in sports say save, save this one for last for a reason can't wait. Uh, look, we all look. The Washington Commanders are having a very, very
1: <laughs> get my blood pressure up here already.
0: First of all, they, first of all, they had a rollout that just was a complete disaster. Complete disaster rollouts for the Oh my! Name. Just, I mean, <sighs>
1: <Ugh>. and <laughs> oh, said Ralph to, to aid to aid things. Don't worry. Uh,
0: there's a lot of questions regarding their signal caller because we all know Taylor Heineke is not the answer.
1: But I like Heineke better than who we picked. Up, who they picked. Who I shouldn't say yes, we because uh, I don't want to associate with. So who is the, who is their new
0: signal caller? Carson Wentz.
1: Yep, Mr. scart Farkas himself. <laughs> Commander Carson reporting for duty. <laughs> Dude, oh my lord. This is just, this is a sh- You know what though? I can't talk too much shit though because he had a decent year last year in Indianapolis. He just he, played he, like shit. Here's, here's the thing. If he won either
0: one of his last two games, he's he's extended Indianapolis. He gets yeah. an extension there.
1: Because he did, statistically, he had really, really good, decent stats.
0: Yeah, but like we, we saw that Jacksonville game where we're just like, yeah, this, this performance that, is going to near single-handedly run him out of town.
1: Oh, you mean the must-win against the worst team in the NFL? Yeah,
0: all you had to do was not fuck up.
1: Oh, he played like shit, too, that game. Yes. That game was so it, bad. It, it,
0: yeah, we're just like, yeah, this is good. this is going – this is going to be the reason Carson Wentz doesn't get extended. And, yes, uh, he was shipped off
1: to the Washington Commanders. Dude, I like Heidegger, though. I really think Heidegger would be a better choice because he just got that small-town vibe to him, and I I, I like it. He, he plays with a lot of grit.
0: Yeah, I think the price for Wentz was two-thirds, or not, like two second to two-thirds, like a mixture of both. They were not traded too, for picks. Yeah.
1: Not very good.
0: Yeah, the thing is, though, like, the great thing about Carson Wentz is the fact that, like, just like how much he was, like how how much he was, how good he was when he first started.
1: He was, dude. Like I said, I mean, and Philadelphia, was gonna, he was on track
0: for a Hall of Fame career when he first he started would, playing with the Eagles. He was
1: the next Air Two, Air Two. Like you know, you have your, you know, Ron Jaworski. You have your Donovan McNabb. You have uh, you Carson Wentz. I mean, you have those guys. Like, and 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 and, and you know, you hold those up and, and and you know, revere those names. But now it's like. He just like completely crumbled.
0: But I do, I do think I do think it's ironic that I, I I think the the crazy thing about it is you know like the, the QB free agency market is like pretty dry right yeah. now,
1: yeah.
0: and they have nobody in place to take cars to take Carson's
1: place. No, like that's the other but, thing, like, like they yeah. would
0: rather roll with that. They keep Carson there for
1: another year. Yeah, and he's like, dude, it's it's no big deal. We'll we'll tank this year, and maybe we'll, whatever, have better, fine. we'll have a better quarterback class next year
0: get yeah, like that, like that is that is insane to me. I. Uh, it's also I'm very just, telling
1: about like Carson Wentz, like in the locker room. <laughs> just makes me feel good that I'm not a fan of these teams. Yeah. Because because it could be worse, I guess. <laughs> not how bad things are. It could be worse. <laughs> could always be worse, man. Yeah. And that's
0: gonna do it for the wonderful world of sports. We now move on to our trailer talk, and a lot of things to talk about today. First of which, a trailer that we actually missed the first time around. I don't think we we'll talk about the first one for this. Uh, it's the trailer for, it's a new trailer for The Bad Guys. Uh, so, The Bad Guys is an upcoming DreamWorks animated movie. And it's about a group of, it's, it's a world in which humans and animals coexist. And it's about a group of criminals who are comprised of animals who are mainly consider, considered to be bad guys uh, trying to shift their image. Uh, has a cast that includes Sam Rockwell, Mark Marin, Anthony Ramos, Craig Robinson, and Aquafina, among others. Uh, Russell, what do you think of the trailer for The Bad Guys? It's funny.
1: I mean, I I, I, I like the one where the snake eats, and, uh, takes up all the – he was supposed to watch the uh, – what the hell was he watching? Wasn't the snake watching something he ate all of them?
0: Oh, the guinea pigs. That, that, the guinea that was pigs. The, I think he watched was the, the wrong first. trailer.
1: That was, that was the first uh, one. And then – it's same, same movie. Um, yeah. it, it looks funny though. I, I do like the fact that they're trying to break the uh the view of like bad guys. You know what I mean? Because you have like literally all these characters that would you would asso- associate with bad. Um, I mean, it looks funny. It, it looks entertaining.
0: I think the concept looks fun. I think the art, the art style looks looks interesting. I, again, I, I like a lot of this cast. Actually, I, I, yeah. like, I like all this cast. There's no nobody here. I was like, ugh. But yeah, no, I think this looks. I think this looks. Could be, could be fun. Guess some good last set for a release on April 22nd, 2022. Next show we're talking about is for infinite storm Plain and simple in this movie. Naomi Watts fights a mountain. <laughs> that is it. That, that okay. Is your but, cliff
1: notes version.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Naomi Watts V mountain. Uh, yes. But no, in this, uh, Naomi Watts plays a hiker who tries to save a stranger during a blizzard on Mount Washington thing about this is like there's like one shot in the beginning where like like naomi watts like she's she looks she looks great for i she looks great for her age
1: oh yeah she's always i always thought she was a, super attractive so uh there's yeah, like she's one aged, shot well, where
0: like where like her age really starts to show it's kind of strange
1: yeah because yeah, i mean she's been a household name i mean it, like really broke out with the ring i mean that's when i think you a lot of people realized you know i think that was really one of her you know landing points to to get out you know break out but didn't, didn't um, she have the ring
0: in and mahalan drive the same year because wasn't the ring 2001 I think it was,
1: it was ring. too. Ring was out too. I'm sorry. Ring, ring was out there. I should say Maholland drive too. Yeah. Cause she was fantastic in my drive, but the, right around there is what I mean when, you know, she really started to break out in 21 grams, I think was in there too, right around that, that stretch she had. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's a really great actress. This does look like a good movie though. One of my favorite actors working right now, but yeah, not,
0: yeah. I mean, I guess we, we've seen this type movie before, you know, a survival oh, I mean, thriller, yeah. but you know, yeah. It's I, I think be, it's always interesting to see like the, the kinds of actors they
1: can get for your kind of movies. So yeah, you know, we're lost among them. Got to be better than that one with Kate Winslet and Ingrid. Alba. Oh, mount between us. Jesus, did that movie? Boy, was that that movie did not pan out. I, that movie wasn't what I thought it was going to be. How the fuck you got both of them to do this? <laughs> I'm like, dude. I'm like, this is going to be like one of those survival movies. It's going to be fantastic. And then like she's cheating on her husband. I was like, where did this go? I said, like, where, where did we go with this? <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what?
0: Yeah, uh, but yeah, that uh, Infinite Storm is set for a release uh, When is this coming out? A couple weeks, March 25th March 25th, yeah, get, get your tickets now, folks uh, Next trailer we're talking about is for Masters, so Masters movie is going straight to uh, HBO Prime video uh, and it's about a group of women at a college who are kind of being exposed to this uh, questionable uh, questionable past. They made this guy still sinister plot underneath has a cast and features Regina Hall, Ella Hunt, uh, the main star of uh, and the Apocalypse, and really a lot of lesser known people. Uh, but yeah, Russell, what do you think the trailer for Master?
1: This had uh, shades of that uh, was the, the one with the witches. The uh, remake they just did uh, Fetty Alvarez did. Just... Oh, yeah. wait. Oh, no. What the hell is that movie called? uh What's a movie that uh, not Freddy Alvarez did? What the hell? It um, just, just was a remake. It was a remake of a movie from the 70s. Are you not talking
0: about The Witches?
1: Well, not The like Witches. Christmas. No, uh, where there she goes to dance and shit. Uh, Suspiria. Oh, it's superior, it's superior. It, it had like shades of kind of like a suspiria vibe. That's um, geez, I don't tiptoe and completely movie, just like
0: we're both, we're both trying to do, like,
1: a, uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, we, we, we could do charades together, maybe. I don't know. Um, it had like suspiria vibes for me, you know, what I mean, like there's something there's like a hidden thing going on or something going on that we don't know about. Um, I think this looks fantastic. I really, I really do. I like Regina Hall's an actress, so. Um, and the fact that this is on prime, um, is, is, is a, is a steal because it does look like a really good movie. Um, and I'm kind of curious to see what, you know, what the hell is going on. I, I was hooked. I, I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. I think it's looking interesting. I had a lot of, um, shades of, uh,
1: like black Christmas
0: too, though. Yeah, black Christmas, but like a better version of it.
1: Yeah. Like the piece of shit that came out a few years ago
0: yeah but like yeah like that that version but like done correctly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. like you actually want to watch this movie
0: yeah and it's, it's like it's like movies that i've seen done poorly that are like being done like that Antebell- <laughs> yeah. antebellum is another
1: one thank you you finally saw that movie i did can, can we can we please pair that with the village like dude remember i told you i said dude you are going to get the vibes of this movie
0: yeah
1: when you watch it dude it is the village i'm like yeah, what no. The fuck. I watch. i, I
0: watched, I'm just like, what the fuck? Dude,
1: and that trailer looks so fucking good, dude. like
0: it, it looks it fucking. It, it, that it, was, uh, was, it was, it was like another snowman. We're I, like, I was, was gonna say
1: game. another snowman, man. You, yeah. you you have me, and then that's what you put out. Really, you're <laughs> gonna do that? Yeah. Oh man, that movie. Wow.
0: Yeah. This. Uh, but yeah, Master is Master is set for released on uh March 18th, 2022. Yeah, damn, next week.
1: Master, Master. <laughs>
0: Uh, next show we talking about is for another, another Prime movie, All the Old Knives. So, All the Old Knives the movie starring Chris Pine and Tandy Way Newton. Uh, they play uh, they play exes who are not getting together to meet and reminisce over their time together. Uh, they've failed at a hijacking, but they start to realize that maybe this hijacking might have been an inside job. Uh, like I said, it stars Chris Pine, Tandy Way Newton, as well as Lawrence Fishburne, Jonathan Price. Uh, directed by. Uh, Danish filmmaker, Janusz Peterson. Uh, Russell, what do you think of the trailer for all the oldness?
1: You ready for this one? Uh, when you put the trailer list together, I thought that this was going to be like Knives sequel sequel. for Knives Out. Yeah, it's I swear God. Dude, I'm like, dude, this is... And then it was like completely not what I it was like. Oh, okay, never mind. How did I miss this? Haha fooled me. But uh, yeah, no, it, uh, it looks pretty good. Again, another good Prime still, man. um really good talent associated with it. Um I think it looks okay. And um, you know, it comes out relatively soon too. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, I think this looks I think it's looking interesting. I like Chris I like Chris Pine and Newton. So yeah, definitely looking forward. Definitely looking forward to seeing and it's got me intrigued in the plot. I want I want to see like how this how this whole thing plays out. So uh this is set for a release on April 8th, 2022. Uh next thing next trailer we're talking about is for the bubble so <laughs> it's funny there are posters going around for this like random movie it was like jurassic quest six or like dino quest hold on what what, what, what was it called oh
1: yeah yeah yeah. i know what you're talking about uh
0: cliff cliff b6 i'm like yeah what the fuck what the fuck like, i saw the po- that, that came out first we're like
1: what the fuck is this yeah
0: yeah it turns out that was like a promotional a promotional poster for the movie inside the movie in this so yeah. basically the bubble is about uh it's about filming a movie during the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic in which a bunch of actors like basically make actually basically makes a bubble so they can make the movie yeah uh direct written and directed by Judd Apatow uh starring I guess includes like stacked ass cast Karen Gillan, Fred Armisen, Maria Bakalova, David Duchovny, Kiki Michael Key, Leslie Mann, Kate McKinnon, Pedro Pascal among probably many others uh yeah uh this is going straight to netflix uh russell what do you think the trailer for the bubble
1: it looks stupid funny you know i think it just looks like it's literally not taking itself seriously at all it's just it's trying to have fun with the whole COVID 19 pandemic uh it looks funny
0: i i also look like, surprised that like there's just like another apatow kid that we just didn't know about because like you know we've been talking a lot about mod apparently, apparently this, is, this is his other kid
1: who like his two, two daughters, doesn't it? Yeah, no. This, this yeah. is the other
0: one. the the mods The mods are the has been doing stuff. Okay. But like, yeah, this this is this is Iris Apatow's okay. first like you know coming out party, and yeah. As long as kids are talented, I don't I don't really care. But yeah, I, she she looks she looks she looks, like, she looks like a lot of fun. I like seeing Pedro Pascal in this. I love where
1: his career is going. Super shocker that Leslie Mann was in this movie. I know, right? What a shock! <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's not readily readily accessible, right? Yeah. What inspired What inspired
0: <laughs> to make that casting choice?
1: You're like Rob Zombie, <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, no, I think this looks. I think this looks funny. Uh, yeah. It's Judd Apatow. It's already. Gonna, I'm looking at the runtime. It's already. It, 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 I already feel like it's going to be too long.
1: Oh, it's already going to be two hours and twenty five minutes. I'm sure. Yeah. Looking,
0: actually, two two hours and six. So
1: okay. Well, this is one of her shorter films. Okay, one of his shorter movies. Yeah, this is a. Uh, it's still gonna.
0: It's still gonna feel twenty minutes too long though.
1: Yeah, his movies usually got that twenty five minutes too. Eh. His movies usually usually go like way too long especially like this is 40 there was like a 40 year old version same thing it was like just a lot of buildings like,
0: i didn't feel like the 40 year old version i didn't did feel like one like you know like knocked up and fucking this is 40 train, for sure train wreck yeah. this is 40 absolutely train wreck yeah You could absolutely uh, shave like like 30 you 40 could
1: shave like 15 20 minutes off a of 40 year old but 40 year old was pro- i mean still you know still his his best but absolutely yeah.
0: but still i i like that appetite i think i think he's greatly talented yep. and I, this is set for release on april 1st 2022 so you can watch this you can watch more but you pick one
1: um, yeah. <laughs> not, <laughs> <Okay>. morbid, <right? laughs> not morbid, right? Uh, not morbid. Stay away.
0: Next thing we're talking about is, uh, Apollo 10 and a half or Apollo 10 and a half space age childhood. Uh, so this is a Richard Link later movie. This isn't actually going back. I did not know this one. I heard about this movie coming out. I didn't know it was animated. I did not I didn't, know Richard Linkley was going back to animated films.
1: That's like a Scanner Darkly back to like a Scanner Darkly type.
0: Yeah, no, he, he's back to rotoscope animation, which in case you don't yeah. know, it's the act of taking like real like real life, yeah. real life and animating over it. Yeah. Again, you, yeah, just watch uh just watch Scanner Darkly, Waking yeah. Life or any Ralph Baxter movie you want I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh basically in this uh it takes place in the mid-sixties and basically follows how NASA screwed up had to screw up a model <laughs> and they made the apollo well supposed to be apollo 11 too small so they can't test it yeah so they have to go <laughs> recruit a child and send him to space
1: oh jeez. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah uh like i think i think it's just a hilarious premise uh yeah, like, as a cast it includes glenn powell jack black zachary levi and josh wiggins uh among among others uh russell what do you think the trailer for apollo 11
1: I liked it and it was funny because I literally just um revisited before sunrise, before sunset. I still need to watch the, the third midnight, one oh, midnight. Before midnight. Yeah, but I it, I just it got to one to watch those again. Um such really well-crafted films. Um and I just like him as a, a director. He's really he really just he really dabbles a lot different you know I mean? oh, he does
0: I think I think which which link look Link later now is like an incredibly underrated filmmaker.
1: Yeah and uh, yeah this looks like I like I said you get that scanner darkly feel to it and uh, I like it.
0: Yeah no me too. I, I think that's I think that the like, animation just enables me to do stuff that he can't do, do in live action which is the case for any filmmaker. But yeah I, I love that he's embracing that and I think this looks looks really funny. I do like a lot more just like you get a meth? You get a do you have a hundred every test? No we can see. <laughs> yeah, same <they> thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I'm actually really looking forward to this it's set for a release on also October 1st. Oh, so three options. April you can watch first. Morbius, you can watch The Bubble, or you can watch Paul 10 and a half. And that's no joke. <laughs> uh, next thing we're talking about is the trailer for Bullet Train. So, Bullet Train is be about five assassins on this fast moving bullet train from Tokyo to uh, Marioka uh, with a, a few stops in between and they, and discover that their missions are kind of one and the same. They're all more or less looking for the same thing. Uh, has a incredibly stacked cast, including Brad Pitt, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Brian Tyree Henry, Hiroki Sanada, Michael Shannon, Sandra Bullock's in this movie, Joey King, and is directed by David Leach. Now, I personally speaking, I have not been a massive fan of his solo directorial efforts uh i've you know being the atomic blonde deadpool 2 and uh hobbs and shaw See,
1: I, liked, uh, I, liked I, I, I i liked i like the atomic Blonde.
0: i i like that one i really i like that one is that i would the say it, yeah a favorite, favorite of what he's done
1: that would be my favorite so
0: so i'm a little apprehensive with him as a director but
1: the shader looks fucking sweet uh, dude the the fact that when uh brad pitt's fighting and the, it has to be quiet the quiet section is hilarious yeah um it this looks fun this does look like a really this looks like a really really fun like a pulse action fun you know what i mean it just it looks really good
0: yeah and like, like brad pitt is I, I i like i like the stage of the actors where like you you have your oscars so you're like
1: do anything now yeah i mean your academy award winner your oscar, oscar winner, winner brad, pitt. brad pitt which should have happened a long long time ago but yeah, I mean,
0: long overdue oscar winner brad pitt yeah <laughs>
1: yeah um yeah, I, I, I'm on board, though. I think it looks really fun.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I think it looks, I think it looks great. I hope, I hope it lives, lives, lives up to the premise and a yeah. the promise, the potential that it has. Yeah, and I, I think this, was,
1: huh? Because Deadpool 2 wasn't, it was just like a rehash. It's, it's fine. Like a, it was, it's it good. was good, but it's like more like a rehashing of what made the first one funny. You know what I mean? Hobbs and Shaw, nah. Like, Hobbs and Shaw wasn't okay, but you knew what you were going to get with that. I uh, Like I said, I didn't like, we both agreed. Atomic Blonde's probably the best which you're going to get there.
0: Yeah, so uh, yeah, this one's set for release on July 15th, 2022. And last show we're talking about. Um, this is this is the big one. We got the first trailer for the, the fir- highly, highly anticipated first trailer for the highly anticipated show, Obi-Wan Kenobi. So this show is going to be, this is the spin-off of Obi-Wan Kenobi that takes place 10 years after Avenger the Sith, which will make it about 10 years before new hope uh, in which uh, we see Ewan McGregor once again reprise his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi from the star Wars prequels. And it puts him and it puts him, you know, we we, we, get to like be present with him. Like see what he was doing between all that time of, you know, ducking Jedi, ducking Jedi hunters and stuff like that. Yeah. I said, yeah. Ewan McGregor is back in his role as Obi-Wan. Also doing also coming along Hayden Christensen, once again, back as Anakin Skywalker. Uh Jill Edgerton, which all, his role as Owen Lars, uh Bonnie Pia- Bonnie, I think it's P.S.E., Pisces. I don't know which. Uh, but Aunt Beru, she's back. But also some new cast members, uh, Rupert Friend as the Grand Inquisitor, which a lot of which a lot of people have opinions about, and I'll talk about that in a second. Uh Moses Ingram, Sung Kang, also uh Kumel O'Shea Jackson Jr., and Benny Safdie, among others. Uh Russell, what did you think of the trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi?
1: I completely am a big fan because. You get to hear that this guy is going to be coming back. You ready, Darth Vader? <laughs> yes, I had to go get the uh, Darth Vader. He, he
0: just had to. He just had to wait right now. So I had a fucking vamp
1: fight for like two, like two minutes. Where is he going? dude because my uh buddy at uh, his wedding uh, he was a star wars theme so i got he knows i'm a huge uh vader fan so uh it's funny because my Deegan's wedding was the same thing <laughs> oh dude it's, it's hilarious because he bought me he literally bought me like a 200 lightsaber it's a Which darth it? vader's lightsaber so yeah i have it's like one of my movie props that i I'm, I'm gonna put it somewhere in the movie room but i'm gonna have it like hung up right. um I, I just wanted to get that real quick because i'm so excited man and um this is a real shocker that's coming out in May, just like all the other films. Um, Well, yeah, not makes, only that,
0: it's, it's coming. It's coming out May twenty fifth. So yeah, it's going to be exactly forty
1: five years to the day New Hope. When we first saw Obi Kenobi in A New Hope. Yep, uh, and um, fought in one of the worst lightsaber scenes. Pretty exciting. No, but yeah, I get it though. I mean, look, that's what we had to. Do. I mean, come on! That's what we had to deal with. Like, Alan Guinness
0: was in his fucking sixties. Okay, <laughs> what do you what do you want? Yeah,
1: I mean, because, you, <laughs> dude, did you see what he did in the previous movie, the previous episode?
0: <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? Is it his fucking thirties? Yes, I did see,
1: <laughs> dude. But uh, no, I'm I'm on board, man. Uh, love Vader, I, and I'm I'm looking forward to this. Um, this really gets you that whole entire feel of of uh, of Star Wars, man. Uh, you know, so and, and 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 like the good Star Wars, like I feel like you know, the prequel days, like the the middle of, like how you said it's between uh uh Revenge of the Sith and the New Hope. So it'll be kind of exciting to fill in that gap, you know. Uh, I'm looking forward to
0: Yeah, and uh I, th- I think that I think that a lot of uh you know, as much as the, the as much grief the prequels do get, most of it being, you know, deserved. Uh one thing people can like EMs they agree on the fact that you uh, mcgregor was excellent as obi-wan
1: yeah i mean that and jar jar Banks was awful i mean there's a couple things that you could agree with and that you could take back out of the prequels
0: yeah, people have been wanting to see him come back as obi-wan he's the one come back as obi-wan and now yeah. he gets a full series a full we're just gonna move we got like a full like six hour epic with obi-wan kenobi
1: yeah. and i still like hayden as anakin so uh got that so
0: yeah, yeah i mean i'm excited i'm excited for him to get some redemption i think, that, I think that's great yeah, well, this and is this
1: is this is good stuff. I, I'm on board. I always liked liked Hayden. Um, just bad bad Lucas writing, you know.
0: Bad writing and direction. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it's just it is what it is. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this stuff for sure.
0: Well, like we said, it's that's premier on Disney Plus on uh May twenty fifth, twenty twenty two, and that's gonna do it for a trailer. Talk to me about we now move on to Notorious News, and you know, for work, you know, we like that fun, here. you know. <laughs> I
1: knew like, I. Like you're to... You're gonna do it. You're gonna do some sad tidings because I thought of you on this death. By the way, wait, what death? Sesame Street.
0: I was not even gonna bring that up, but yes, we're gonna be We will talk about it.
1: Now. I thought of you, dude. I th- the first thing I thought of was like, dude, I bet Chance is gonna be sad. I am sad. <laughs> See, <laughs> I fucking thought of you, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I wasn't gonna break. we're gonna break this up, but I yeah. but I will now. You're, you're damn um,
1: right. we this is in memoriam. You're damn right. We're gonna do it now.
0: Uh yeah. So let me just. Let me
1: just. <laughs> just like fuck cut me off guard you did cut me come you're like <laughs> shit i didn't i did not expect that dude i thought of you man i was like dude chance will be sad
0: about that uh man i feel so bad that i can't i can't remember his name <laughs> wasn't
1: it wasn't a Luis, and isn't Luis and uh or no um, he played Luis. and he played process. Luis.
0: yeah yes emiliano delgado uh who was uh Lu- it was um uh, <laughs> Uh, Luis on Sesame Street. He uh, passed away. He was, and this is one that hit me because you know he was, he was one of those adults. Like there, there are certain actors who are just there for the entire run. Like like when I was watching, he was there for the entire run, yeah. and it was nice, you know, to get, like get, like get that kind of Latino representation in that in a in a kids show, and the fact that he had that, that longevity. He had he had you know he had our kid a fine character. He was always like a super fun presence. I I loved I loved seeing him on the show, yeah. and. Yeah, you know, it's like it's it's just kind of like a thing where like it's it, it's it's sad to me just because you know it's like confronting the idea of like mortality your child heroes eventually are gonna are gonna die and it sucks. I mean at, we at face time is cruel. Yeah.
1: We face this every day though, like with just like movies and just like people and stars and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, time
0: is cruel, but you know, despite the fact that like he was never like big outside of Sesame Street, like he the fact that he like he was able to touch the lives of so many kids, I think in of itself is just I, I think it's an incredible thing to do with your your acting career
1: yeah and i i mean and i and i not i wasn't trying to like you know make a joke of it but i i, I watched sesame street when i was younger on pbs yes. and stuff like that um
0: yeah like they, they, they had they had a whole wedding with him with him and uh his, with his wife on the show maria
1: so yeah like, i mean it's definitely you know he, he was there for over 45 years i mean that's longevity you know yeah it's, it's
0: definitely like like a like, like, like a grounding feeling You're just like oh man like i just this is like a thing you, like, you you take these actors on on these kids shows for, for granted so often like like it's, it's the same thing like when arthur ended like i just i took arthur for granted like for so long it's like it's always going to be there but like the, the reality of like it's it's it's, it's not it's not always going to be there yeah
1: but i think yeah, that
0: i think that the time that you had with these you know the characters these people and how they touch your life i think that i think that's just an incredibly valuable thing
1: yeah. I mean, and, and when you're, when you're first exposed to this stuff, you never think of that mortality. You know what I mean? You, you know, you just, you're, you're innocent. You're no, every day is just, every day is going to happen. You know what I mean? Um, there's no stopping and then you get older and you're like, shit, there, there, yeah. there is, there's a front nine and a back nine, dude, there is, you know, and I'm on the back nine coming up soon. Um, but you know what I mean? It's just, it's just the way it goes. It definitely makes you appreciate things as you get older, just makes you appreciate, um, Everything yeah. in general, and I,
0: and I will say, like it's gonna be the same situation because uh, uh, Roscoe Orman, who plays Gordon on the show, who again, someone else has been on, he's been a central human figure on this show for fucking decades. Uh, when he passes away, that's that one's gonna that one's gonna hit me because he was always one of, my favorite, one of my favorite characters. Been on the show mm-hmm. since nineteen seventy four, almost yeah. fifty years.
1: Yeah,
0: and like I know when, when he passes away, that that's one that's gonna that that one's that's that's gonna gut me. It's crazy. He was one of my favorite characters on the show. One of my favorite characters on the show.
1: Dude, it's crazy that when I was born in 83, like these guys were just like getting kind of started in their career (laughs) at Sesame Street when I was watching these guys, you know, growing up. um, Yeah. That really ages me and I feel sad, but uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. uh, Rest in peace, Emiliano Delgado. Uh, You join a rank of the tons of great Henson Company performers, and yeah, rest in peace, sir. Uh, but we do have some other, other like more serious things to talk about right now. Uh, first of which is the uh, we do got to talk about this "Don't Say Gay" bill, which is uh, a really a hot button topic right now. So basically, uh, what this was this is this is a bill passed in Florida in which uh, uh, teacher it, this is basically enabled like teachers they are not they are now not allowed to discuss sexuality with students anymore. So like say like a student is struggling with like you know like say like they're feeling a certain way or like they're question they question themselves and they just they need like guidance from an adult, they can't help them. Yeah, that's fucked up. Which is which is like it's incredibly fucked up. Like yeah. it's just like monumentally fucked up. Yeah. Like when you think about like like we talked about I mean I know this isn't is an, it's a more polished version but like like when we talk about Love, Love Simon or Moonlight yeah. or like the reputation of like young people who are struggling with their sexual identities the fact that you know like when, in these cases are real like when they when these things happen and like kids can't get help from like people they trust like you, you know you know who do kids trust more than their teachers like like the only people the
1: only people kids trust more than their teachers are their parents yeah. and when their parents won't like say their parents won't talk to so them like what, what do they do they end up i mean they i mean it's sad like the tragic they may even end up like you know committing suicide because they don't have anybody to talk to about this um you know, this is something where you know i just don't understand the time we you know live in now is just more commonplace for homosexuality. You know what I mean? It's just kind of sad that we can't have this talk in schools and stuff like that. Just to, to lend, you know, a hand to somebody who's struggling with with the whole wrestling. I mean, cause you know, you got to think of how much your body is wrestling with hormones in general. Yeah. And on top of that, you're struggling with wrestling. Than the
0: fact that like you, you're like internal, you're yeah. your viewed as like, different or or an outcast or or something. Or an outcast or wrong in the society. And like the fact that like they can't they can't get help from that. I think I think that's just I think I think that's fucking I think that's awful.
1: No, like you you want guidance from your teachers from like Counselors and stuff like that in schools. And like, to... I, I think, I think, like
0: uh it was. Who was? Oh, it was. Um, when this was passed, uh fi- eleven figures here, Johnny. Weir talked about how, like, when he was younger, he wish he he wish he had because he, he wish he had someone to talk to about sexuality. I mean, he was he was really struggling with it, and He had like a really rough really time when he was growing up because yeah.
1: like no one was around to help him. And yeah.
0: now we're we're in a position where we could see a lot of kids have that same
1: issue. Yeah, we're turning our back on the kids. The, exactly, the, the, the next generation too, because because they like what because they're different than how other people view things i just think that that's kind of fucked up
0: yeah and it's sad and it sucks and uh but you know uh, and you know this is a time where we really need to support our lgbtq friends uh you know us here at the show we we fully support the lgbtq community uh obviously and yep. uh if you know if, if there's and you know what we're going to do for this episode with this and our next story we're gonna throw some share we're gonna uh, shout out some charities in our in our description, if you look in the description of our episode, you will see some charities that you can contribute to that uh, do could do uh, help the causes of these people who are going to be, you know, be really challenged in this couple of years. Like for example, for LGBTQ, uh, the Trevor Project, that's the one that does a lot for LGBTQ, the LGBTQ community. Uh, the Human Rights Campaign Foundation is another one, Point Foundation, uh, Australia Lesbian Foundation for Justice is, one, is a good uh, charity to donate to and uh, the Family Equality Council. It's another one uh, you can donate to if you want to help the LGBT community. Um, The other uh, big story right now, and this is an international one, uh, it's the Russia-Ukraine conflict. So, I mean, imagine imagine you've heard right now, but yes, uh, Russia did launch a invasion of the Ukraine. Uh, It was a thing that was imminent. Uh, It was a thing that where the writing was on the wall, you can see see it's literally about to happen, but the fact that it, it did, Cause like you can see like videos coming out of like bombs going off at the, at the UK, at the Ukraine border. And it was, it's like really, it was a thing where, you know, like nobody who's alive, well, not, not nobody. Cause there's still people, people who were around during World War II, but like most people like under the age of, I would say like 60, 50, like they, they, no one, no one's been around for something like this. Like I've never seen anything quite like this happen in my lifetime. And yeah, this is the biggest large scale invasion since World War II. In Europe, in Europe, I, believe. Yeah. I, don't, know, I don't know about, the, I don't know about the world, but yeah, this is a incredibly grounding, incredibly grounding thing. So the good news is, I mean, it, w- it was a really scary thing for a little bit. Good news is there have been several ceasefires to so allow civilians to, to allow civilians to uh, exit, uh, exit the country, uh, exit the country safely, which is, which is nice. Uh, but a thing you have to consider about this is the fact that, you know, if this continues, if this, if this rages on, first of all, you're going to see a lot of Ukrainian cities destroyed, a lot, a lot of lives destroyed. And you could see somewhere around like 10 million refugees who are just like out of a home yeah. because they're being just raided by this country. Now the, you, you, the, the Ukrainians are people who are like, they're going, they're going to stand, they're going to fight. And this is the time where I think we need to, you know, a lot of people are coming out to support the Ukraine. I think it's, I think with like support from other countries, and other people, they can, they can hold on for a long time.
1: Yeah. Like Poland. I mean, Poland has been really open arms with a lot of the people from Ukraine coming over, I think too. Um, yeah, it's just a, uh, just a shitty situation. Uh, you know, we're seeing a, another, like almost like, a, well, not almost like a, a, we're seeing a dictatorship, you know, oh, we're, we're definitely
0: seeing a dictatorship.
1: I mean, and it's one of those things where I am really surprised that, um, there isn't a massive kind of like a, a backlash or kind of like a, a uh, from, from the Russians that, that are kind of fed up with this shit. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I mean, they, that, they, I, they, they, I, that I they, think they, it's going to, yeah. Like
0: they seem on board right now. I feel like, it's, I feel like that support's going to go really quick. I,
1: I think like, I, like I said, I do believe uh, there is going to be a, a massive uh, re- a revolt, I think from his own people. Um, I can see it to, happening, I can see it happening To, because... to overthrow this crazy asshole um, I just think that um, You know, at the end of the day I mean, you're a huge country I mean, literally, it's, it's you know um, but the, the other thing I don't like seeing either, I don't like seeing, um, you know, people boycotting Russian items and stuff like that because those are the people they're they're losing money out on it too. Not, you know, I mean, I get it, the whole, you know, Putin, but I'm saying the people that the business people, the day to day people like you and I or whatever, the people that work, you know what I mean, are losing money because of this too. Do you know what I mean? So well, it's, 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 it's kind it, of it, a,
0: this yeah. thing's gonna have like massive consequences for a long time. Yeah, but like, it like also, a lot of a lot of like major companies are now like cutting, severing ties with with Russia,
1: and that's gonna uh, hurt. They're... That's gonna hurt their economy, and and I mean it, because of this asshole that that's in you know in power right now, you know. Yeah, this um, is thing going to affect a lot of people for a long time. Yeah, so hopefully with this situation, like I said, we can get a massive uh, revolt. Hopefully, and, and over... if you,
0: and if you see and a, a, a good example, like we an immediate uh, side effect is yeah. that we've seen because of you know because of the because of the war on
1: the Ukraine, gas prices have risen in the U.S. Oh my God, like yeah, almost a dollar over the last like two weeks. Yeah, I think right now, I think gas up here in Pennsylvania is like.
0: 429 439 yeah like, i uh i just got mine in a gas station my, my, it was like 424 a gallon i think ohio's but like, but like, yeah, and like yeah and like people blame by like people I, I think like if, you, if i'm just gonna this, if you think biden's the reason gas prices are rising you're a fucking idiot and you have no no grasp of the idea of how fuel economics work because <laughs> that's mm-hmm. no that's not yeah that's not decided by one dude uh but no yeah i think yeah like you're seeing like the immediate consequences of this and yeah, uh, but bottom line, we do, we do uh, we are, we are also in full support of the Ukraine. If you if you do want to help to help the Ukraine, uh, good charities donate to uh, UNICEF. Obviously, there's people who are their uh, company uh, charity who's uh, for decades been helping the less the less fortunate around the world. Uh, Doctors Without Borders, Voice of Children, uh, Sunflower for Peace, and uh, the International Committee of the Red Cross. Uh, all good charities to donate to. Like I said, we're gonna uh, list all those in the description of this episode. Uh, because you know we are all we all at the end of the day we are all one people, so you know it's time for us to help our fellow man. Uh, next piece you were talking about this is our last like real this is our last real serious. story. we'll go back to have, we'll go back to having fun in a second. But like you know, old
1: man, are you sober today? <laughs> this, I'm just
0: playing. <laughs> He's the, he, he, he you got to talk about
1: him. I bring Luis in, and you're going to bring this shit up. This is what's going on. I get you. Luis was still sad. <laughs> I know. I'm just playing.
0: Uh, this is well, because this is. I think this thing is. Uh, this is the one that doesn't even happen. Uh, so Ryan Kugler was detained I saw in Atlanta. That, yes. So uh, Ryan Kugler went to go withdraw money from his bank account. Yeah. Uh, director Ryan, who Co- directed a fucking billion dollar movie a few years ago, Ryan Kugler. <laughs> yeah, that uh, guy. He went to go pull out money and he was detained yeah, because like movie, he yeah. matched the description of a guy who robbed a bank. Yeah. Well, it makes it makes no sense because like you see, he was see he's baby, wearing it, a face mask, dude. He's, like yeah. he's, he's wearing a face mask. He's got an yeah. ID. Like, like, like <laughs> check his bank account. Like what? Like what, This day, this makes like, it's a thing where like it's fucking it's fucking infuriating.
1: It like, is, people, dude. Yeah.
0: Like, like it's a case of racial profiling. It's also just it's also just incredibly sad because like it's a similar like no matter what you do and no matter how big you get or no matter how much you do for the black culture, pe- society is isn't going to look any different. Like this is a guy who directed a black-led comic book superhero movie to a billion dollars. A guy who, uh, you know, brought back the Rocky franchise. A guy who was like an incredibly acclaimed director. Who yeah. people people know know who he is. Yeah. And the fact that like, he can still get mistaken for a criminal, I think it's it's fucking sad, honestly.
1: I mean, it's crazy. There's really I don't understand how you assume he matches a. Uh, description of somebody where you really can't even make out who he look what he looks like or you know what Definitely. i mean like I, it's
0: it's yeah. They didn't, didn't ask him to like like you know like pull out take his take mask, his mask and off you, yeah didn't you, didn't you check the idea just like they just stopped a video came out of it where he just got he just got stopped and like you feel how like you feel how shook he is and you're just like what the
1: fuck yeah it's uh it's a lot of a lot of shit uh Makes you scratch your head nowadays, man. With, with, uh, with
0: all the stress he's going through on Black Panther 2 right now, this is not something he needs.
1: Yeah, he's probably like, please, guys. I do not need to shit. This is yeah, added but, stress. But yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, look. I mean, I'm not a massive Ryan Cooper fan. I think it sucks that's happened to him. Um, but yeah, I think that's look and don't look don't don't racial don't write your profile. Bottom line, just don't write your profile especially when you're doing someone with that.
1: like who's that big time. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and and especially when you're not even trying to help your cause out by having the person take the mask off. So you can see, does this person fit the description? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's be, you know, just be smarter about things.
0: It's ridiculous, but yeah. Uh, But now, but now we go back to having fun. (laughs) And some other uh, lighter news stories. First, we got to talk about the SAG awards. SAG awards happened uh, a few weeks back. Uh, and, uh, this is old news, but we, we haven't recorded in a bit, so we got to get a chance to talk about it. Uh, so, first of all, I do want to shout out some, some TV stuff that did happen. Uh, mainly uh, uh, Lee Young-jae and Jung Ho-yeon for Squid Game. Both of both of who from Squid Game both won a uh, uh, time performance by a male actor in a drama and, and performed by a female actor in a drama series, which is huge considering you know this is a, like, a show that was... Mostly in Korean. There actually is some English, there, which surprises me. But yeah, like this like is a Korean show. The fact that it's, it's broken to this mainstream, I, th- I think, is I think is really fantastic. Um, uh, and a bit movie news. Uh, outstanding. Looking at the categories, uh, Best Supporting Actress, uh, Ariana DeVos, One Side Story, uh, who's been, really been cleaning up in awards. Definitely a front runner for Best Supporting Actor at the Osc- Actress at the Oscars. A big, a big, an interesting one to happen was uh, uh, Best Supporting Actor, in which uh, Troy Kotzer from Coda, and uh, ended up winning. A lot of people saw Kelsey mcphee as like the big Oscar frontrunner, but this really changed the tide for this one. And uh, no, you haven't seen you haven't seen Coda yet, have you? No, I
1: I really have done. I need to like buckle up here the next couple of weeks, man. Hey, I hey,
0: Russell, I, I know it's at the end of the month, but it's gonna sneak up on you. It's gonna sneak know, up on you. I know. I, I really, I gotta buckle buckle down. Uh, best actor Will Smith again. Further, uh, getting so, seen in the Oscar campaign, still looking like, looking like the front runner. Uh, but best best uh, lead actress, the interesting one, Jessica Chastain walked away with this one. Wow, damn good film, man! I'm which which this this completely blows up
1: like blows best actress wide open. I, I've, I've I've sung the praises since I've seen this one. I saw this one before. Yeah, you, you've
0: seen this one. I haven't.
1: I saw this one way before. Like, this movie was like, even on the radar of anything. I saw it when it uh, first came, like, when I was first able to see it. Uh, Love the film. Um, just was a fantastic performance. And I, I was really surprised that uh, what Garfield didn't get a nod for this one at all. Because I he thought got, he was really...
0: He got Tick-Tick-Boom.
1: Yeah, he got Tick-Tick-Boom. But, I mean, he's really good in this film, too. So it was, like, one of those things where it was, like, I could have seen you know, uh, but yeah, she's fantastic in this movie. Um, She's a fucking fantastic actress, Uh really uh pulling for her I'd like to see her win. Uh Definitely uh definitely uh, like definitely overdue and definitely wasn't like I said, uh, she should have been nominated for Molly's Game. I'll keep saying that.
0: I think she'll, she'll only be nominated. Like, If, if she wins, it to be like the apology. Oscar's just like, shit, we've only nominated. You're one of the best actors working right now. You've only been nominated one time.
1: What else was she nominated for? Zero yeah, Dark Thirty oh shit, oh, right. shit. twice I
0: mean, twice the help she was on it for the
1: help ah oh, shit that's right okay yeah that's right i remember but yeah definitely should have been nominated for molly's game uh Absolutely. but uh yeah she is fantastic in that film you have to do yourself a and, and honest to god though chance and and not even knowing who she was when i saw the trailer and and finding out after it was jessica chastain i was shocked because i didn't know who it was yeah, I'll, I'll
0: definitely uh check, I'll definitely check it out. Again, there's there's like five movies I need to watch for well, uh, need- Oscars, and I will definitely add that to the list. I mean, it's on the list, but I'll definitely get to that soon.
1: I'm a train wreck; I got to catch up.
0: Uh, I got some box office stories. One was well, this one was like a yeah. The other one was like a, oh really? This is the all oh, really one is the old news one, Uncharted. For some reason, we keep giving Rupert Wyatt wins. Not, not 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 fucking Rupert Wyatt. Fuck, who did who did direct Uncharted? Hold on, no, this is bad. Ruben Fleischer. I'll get to that in a second, Russell. Calm, calm down. <laughs> Ruben, Ruben Fleischer, uh, Uncharted, doing, sadly, doing well. I mean, I'm saying that sadly
1: because I was not a fan of it. I, uh, middle of the road, I, I I enjoyed it fine, of course, because I have no horse in the game or in the no yeah, horse I, in the race, I should say. I, it. I, I have a horse in the race. And because you're familiar with it, and I put that in my letterbox that I, I didn't follow the video games, So I think that's why, uh, i benefit from that.
0: Yeah. Uh currently sitting at a total box office of 275 across a budget of 120. Uh so yeah, uh this is again so the even even if this didn't do this well, I think they would have written written off probably I mean, a sequel anyways, just because they would have blamed on a pandemic.
1: This is a fun swashbuckler action. Is it, is, is it? The, I don't even think it's that fun though. I don't even think it's that fun. I, I think I I had I had fun. I like, listen, I wasn't and I didn't know what to expect because, again, the, the mod, you know never played a video game, so um, no horse in the race. But uh, I just came in expecting a moderately fun time, and I was I was I, I was satisfied. Uh, uh, yeah, but you know, uh, you, you,
0: you were good, not good, good for I was not satisfied. No, okay. <laughs> what I was satisfied with was uh, the Batman. The Batman came out and it oh, did he's coming back. gangbusters opening weekend. Uh, open to a grand total of let me bring it up here uh 130 30? yeah that's right One, Well, yeah well, 130 million dollars opening weekend uh which is uh the second highest uh, highest box office of the weekend or I'm sorry since the start of the pandemic uh obviously first being spider-man one 100, four one hundred twenty four million dollars. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So it ended up being the second highest grossing uh, box office besides a weekend box office besides uh, No Way Home, and also well, this is a surprise to me. This is this was the first W B movie to break hundred million opening weekend since it in twenty seventeen. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. Like, th- like that. That was shocking to me. Oh. Uh, but yeah, you know, Batman. We're both massive fans of it, so this, to see this level of success, I think, is very encouraging. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, we have not heard word of a sequel. Nothing's been confirmed yet, but it's definitely going to get a sequel. I mean,
1: if you watched watch the movie, it's going to get a sequel.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're hinting at one, which I'm not uh, not too enthused about. <laughs> I can't say why, but I am super
1: surprised the way we en- ended that.
0: But yeah uh but either way uh yeah I'm, I'm super happy to see the batman having this level of success especially considering is how it's, i mean i know it's i know it's you know Nolan did his batman thing but this feels even more different than that
1: it's like a even like a even like a, a shade darker like yeah
0: it feels like yeah i it feel it's it feels a little like you know darker in certain tone than the nolan films yeah like it's like dark you know there's like you know, just gritty detective story, but it's and that's
1: what I yeah, it's like an, like, a, like one of those classic noir detective films. And it was, it, like I said, with a with a little, you know, real dark t- undertone to it. I, I like them, uh,
0: yeah. So, uh, congrats to uh, the Batman, uh, congrats to DC, which uh, it's congrats, uh, prior to doing the release date shuffle once again,
1: Cupid Shuffle, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so. Uh, D, uh, DC has shuffled some of their release dates. Uh, first of which, uh, DC, League, DC League of Super Pets has moved from May 2020 to July 29th, 2020. Sorry, 2022, 2022. I forgot where we are.
1: Back in
0: time. Back <laughs> in
1: time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh uh, yeah that has moved from may 22 july 29th black adam has moved out of uh okay sorry. moved out moved out of the summer that was black Adam's Day. black Adam's now moved to october 21st 2022 Cute uh the flash up. moved out of 2022 entirely it's now coming out june 23rd
1: 2023 to the left to the left to the left <laughs> the
0: <front. laughs> yeah, i'm sorry uh, aquaman the law kingdom also moving into enti- also moving out of 2022 entirely now set for release on March 17th, 2023. Uh, but the good news is we are still getting another DC film this year uh, in that Shazam! Fury of the Gods has moved up from June 2nd, 2023 to December 16th, 2022, taking on the date originally held by Aquaman. Uh, so I do think that this is very... Uh, first of all, I think I think that means that I mean, for some reason they're scared of, of Avatar 2. I guess I, again, Which yeah, I get Which
1: I guess is still coming out, but I'm excited about it, man. Are you? Uh, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm excited. I hope you can say why. I mean, I really can't. I'm just because cinema, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm way past, I'm way past being excited about Avatar. Dude, again, again, this was, a, well, of course in 2001, eight, 2009 when I came out, eight, nine, nine, nine. nine. I was right. Um, I just like I said, that was one of the first ones I can, three D. This holy shit, it's fantastic. This will be fun. I think this will be really cool in IMAX. So yeah,
0: yeah. But do 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 you
1: think that it would have done better than Aquaman? I mean, I think Aquaman is going to have more steam because we're we're exposed to it more. You know what I mean? We're exposed to it more recently. You know, Um, we're not thirteen years. You know, I mean 13 years since we saw the first one, like we're only a couple years removed from that. Um, the DC is gaining some steam, I think, as a as a as a you know uh DC's just catching the, the train now, man. We're get, they're getting better with movies and stuff like that. Um I don't know. I, I think Aquaman, I think Aquaman really had nothing to worry about.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I don't think it would have would have done much better. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I would have done don't better. Think-
1: yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna do the same. I don't think, I, mean, I don't
0: think anything. I don't know. Uh, but you know, you, you know, either way, they they moved. And I think Shaz- Shazam's also. I think Shazam's also is like a lower risk bet because, like, say Avatar. I I highly doubt this, but say Avatar does come out and does do Gangbusters, uh, Shazam doesn't need to do that much to be successful, considering it's probably a much low, a much lower cost movie. Also, I like that. I, I like this movie because here's the thing: had it stuck to that. June 23rd, 2023 release date, it would have been out almost a year, almost two years after they finished filming. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I I heard them like, what the, fuck
1: are, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you seeing this on this film for so long? Yeah, like, I don't know. I I think I think these movies are going to do just fine. I don't know why we're
0: panicking. Yeah. Uh, but either way, I'm, I'm excited just because I, I love the first Shazam. I'm really excited to see what they do with the sequel. And yeah, it's going to be set for release in December, and I cannot wait. Uh, which is ironic because the because the first one did take place at Christ, around Christmas yeah, and now this one's actually coming out at Christmas. Full circle, there we Full have circle. it. Full circle. Uh, next thing we're talking about, uh, Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer is it's catching a lot of it's it's building. It is building. They are adding. A lot of talents, you know. Joining, you know, what we talked about, you know, Killian Murphy and you know, Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, Robert Downey Jr., and Florence Pugh, Ryan Malik, Josh hartney You want to add on top of that? You want to add on top of that, Russell? That's not enough for you? That's not okay in theater? Okay, what we throw you some De DeHahn, some Jack Quaid, and Matthew Modine, some Alden Ehrenreich and David Crumholtz, Kenneth brana Jason Clark, uh, fucking Josh Peck is in
1: this movie. <laughs>
0: Like everybody and their mother is in this film. Are you not entertained? But yeah, uh look, uh, I think no, this is one I've been actually very really curious about with Nolan. But I'm actually just this cast alone has me hyped.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're an actor in the Hollywood area, I think uh I think Christopher Nolan welcomes you onto the uh the film. <laughs> are, you,
0: are you a working actor?
1: <laughs> Come on in, we want you. <laughs> But yeah i mean it's it's stacked and uh looking forward to it i uh, hope it's better than dunkirk
0: yeah, yeah fingers crossed let oh, what a piece well, let's, let's talk about something with more uh, your speed All right. uh, it was now that tom brady is going to produce and star in this movie and in, in that movie uh called 80 for brady basically what this is going to be about but it's gonna be a road trip comedy about four friends who are embarking to see Tom Brady play in the in Super Bowl 51. But then when Tom Brady when Tom Brady goes big, he goes big because look listen who he's got to star in this movie, Russell. You got Lily Tomlin in this. You got Jane Fonda in this. You got Rita Moreno in this. And Sally Fields. Oh yeah. So he's producing a movie and starring in a movie alongside four Oscar winners.
1: <laughs> and a seven-time Super Bowl champion. All, all, all the accolades. You could just go ahead and read them off. It's crazy. Does, does Little Tom have an Oscar? No, she does not. Sorry, three Oscar winners. Yeah, se- seven Super Bowls make up for it, man. You're good. <laughs> On average. Yeah, no good. You're fine. Add them all up together
0: i mean i think the, i think the concept of this i think this is what this is why I, I want to see brady i, want to, I just want to see him make
1: movies now yeah this is like a detroit rock city almost type shit you know almost yeah uh, almost like it just a kind of like an older crowd to go see tom brady in the super bowl like yeah let's do it
0: yeah and uh, yeah no well that's releasing but it, is, it has landed at paramount so we'll be on the lookout for that uh Next piece of news. Uh Steven Spielberg, who is working on currently working on the, you know, version of his life story, uh Theolemans, is now winding up his next film. Uh, it's looking like he's going to be making a another adaptation of the film Bullet or of the book. I think it's a book, uh, Bullet. You know that uh once made into the seventies uh Steve McQueen car chase movie. Would you ever seen that movie?
1: I've never seen it. I know exactly what you're talking about. I just never seen it. Yeah.
0: Bullets actually, Bullets actually great. That actually was one of the films that kind of revolutionized car chases and movies. Sorry, 60s car chase movie. Oh yeah. One of the first big car chase movies and the car chases that do do hold up. It's actually really impressive what they were able to put together in 1968. That'd be a fun pull. Car chase movies? Yeah. That'd be fun actually. Something different. Uh, But yeah. So uh, it's not familiar with Bullets. uh, I will say that I think is actually a really interesting idea. Uh, especially considering you know Spielberg is a guy who look this is a guy who uh has a, he has the best director nomination in I think seven decades. Yeah, seventies, dec- yeah. yeah, seven different decades, seventies, eighties, nineties. Yeah, yeah, he He's been Oscar nominated for best director in seven different decades. Yeah. And I think this is actually a really like, interesting concept. Like doing a modern-day bullet, I think is actually quite interesting. So yeah, I definitely would like to see what he does with this. Uh, next thing we're talking about <laughs> and Craven the hunter just keeps getting pe- I feel like that, I feel like someone's just tricking people into, into being this movie at this point uh, because Craven the hunter uh, or, yeah Craven the Hunter the movie has just signed uh, the actor to play its villain and the, this, this one I feel like they were targeting me because like they know like this is one, of, this one of all my boys. Uh, Alessandro Navola <laughs> is going to be playing the villain in this film. Uh, which, like, Ville, I've always found to be this incredibly underrated actor. Just to, just to go off the R of self-defense if you want to see what I'm talking about. I think just he has this his air about him where he just like he's just incredibly fantastic. Um, Yeah. What do you think of uh, Russell? I'm, I'm, let me hit you with this. In, in this movie, you got Aaron Taylor Johnson. Fantastic actor. Ariana DeBose sign on as well. So about soon to be Oscar winner is in this film. An Oscar winner, Russell Crowe.
1: Uh oh it's gonna gonna be in this film playing craven's dad do you know what, Alexander what as the villain it's funny you mentioned russell crowe do you know what happens in three days
0: bye bye day it's bye day bye
1: day <laughs> <laughs>
0: there you and, go uh christopher abbott who is another actor who i'm not sure i who, be a fan of but yeah Alessandro and joining craven too what do you think
1: i mean i'm not really familiar with craven at all so
0: sure but like yeah but like it seems like sony's like really hell-bent on doing this on doing this like you know spider-man universe without spider-man for some reason yeah why not also like what the fuck's he gonna hunt yeah i mean he's called a hunter so you gotta hunt something well the thing is like he's 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 hunting spider-man because like spider-man to him is like the ultimate game yeah but like spider-man's not here so <laughs> the fuck are you hunting
1: i don't know you're just you're just wasting time
0: yeah anyways you know it's not wasting time uh, this new Muppet show, though that, that was announced. Look at that segue. <laughs> uh, it was uh, you know, Disney has been pretty darn with the Muppets. I mean, they've done some like some like minor stuff on Disney Plus. They did the Haunted, they did the Haunted Mansion thing, which that's actually, actually pretty fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but they did announce what their next what their next show is going to be. Basically, what's going to be is about the elect. It's gonna be a show centering on the Electric Mayhem as they try to record their first album. I think I think the premise of this is actually quite funny, and I think that's you know it's it's funny, it's different. It's about characters who were never really at the center of any Muppet stories. So I do think that's a really good change of pace. So what do you think of a, uh, a Dr. Teeth Electric Mayhem starring Muppet movie? Or yeah, Muppet, Muppet of, show?
1: Yeah, something different, like you said. I think uh, when you, you've seen everybody else, you don't see a lot of them. So uh, it would make sense to do something a little bit off kilter, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Only thing I don't like about it, apparently Lily Singh is going to be in it. And I'm not, not uh, too terribly big a fan of her. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, either way, I lo- I love Dr. Heath- I love Dr. Ethan electric mayhem. So I'm definitely curious. I'm definitely excited to see them in their own series. But if they have like a like a this is Spinal Tap type feel, too, I think that'd be really funny. Yeah. Uh, next piece you're talking about. We have a lot of sequels talk coming. One which may be a sequel, may not be. The fact that in addition to the alien show and the works from Noah Hawley over at FX, there is going to be a brand new alien movie. From "Don't Breathe," an Evil Dead director, Fede Alvarez, oh. a guy who has not made a movie since "The Girl in the Spider's Lab in 2018, and God, that film was bad.
1: Not a very good follow-up. No. to Ventures film. Like I, I don't, I
0: don't even love the Venture movie. But yeah, like saying this, my like, crap. I, I may need to, I may need to reevaluate. Yeah,
1: that's not very. Ugh. What do you think of this guy tackling Alien? i just want i'm just i'm i want alien covenant to get a sequel man i was i was ready for the third man that's i mean that's just me you left it perfectly for a third one you, you left me wanting some more and uh well really really was hell Ben doing a third one i wanted his third one because i liked the way he ended it with david and shit i thought it was really cool and uh you know uh Damn it! I don't understand. You know everything I like just falls apart, man. So I just need to stop liking things. Um, I'm not so, getting.
0: I'm not, I'm not getting Covenant three. I'm not getting Man of
1: Steel I'm, two. I was just gonna say I'm still holding out for a Man of Steel two, but
0: uh, yeah, 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 I wouldn't hold because I, I think Henry Cowell's basically done with that role. Uh, just he's doing, he's yeah, doing, he's doing his Witcher. Go go watch The Witcher
1: then. I don't want to <laughs> watch. Like, I want to watch fucking. <laughs> Do not want to watch? <laughs> Watch Clark Kent, damn it! I don't want to. I don't. I don't the want Witcher. to watch The Witcher. No, I want Clark Kent, damn it. Uh, anyway, um, but uh sure. I mean, I, I don't know. Sure, Eddie Alvarez, an alien movie. Yeah, sure. Let's let's go with it. But uh yeah, that that Spider web was See, not. I, a good I think movie. I
0: think he's a good choice for aliens because he's just a, he's just a, he's just an actually like he's a brutal filmmaker. Like, yeah. He, like, you look at Evil Dead or Don't Breathe, like, he puts these characters through the absolute ringer. Oh, so yeah. I think the prospect of him doing an Alien movie is actually, like, really exciting to me. Like, I I really, I really like his Evil Dead. I loved, I really love Don't Breathe.
1: How bad so, was Don't Breathe, too? Let's talk about that for a second. Jesus. <laughs> oh, what's that so bad? And that, that, what, like, what a, a drop from the first one to the second one, you know what I mean? The,
0: the fact that, like, every, like, 30 minutes, it just somehow gets worse. I'm
1: like, it just. just they make one choice that somehow makes it worse. I just, they should never. Have, they, that movie should have just stay alone. They should never have. Don't touch it. Yeah, don't touch no, it. Leave it alone, man.
0: Yeah, but yeah. Um, either just way, you just want to throw that out there. For the record, Alberts did not direct it. I no, know.
1: I know. No, I know he didn't. I, I
0: do think he wrote the script though. But he
1: didn't. Yeah, direct. the movie is just not good.
0: It's not. But either way, do you think is his alien an alien directed by him could actually be actually really something? So yeah, yeah looking, I mean I'll look forward for to, that. Looking forward to that. Uh in the cat uh in the, in the news of Dune 2, uh, like I said, ramping up, set for a 2024 release, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh now they're looking to cat they're looking at the, to cast two of their next major roles. Uh, Florence Pugh is currently in talks to play the role of Princess Irulan, and Austin Butler is currently in talks to portray the role of Faye Rautha. So, since uh, Russell, I'm assuming you don't know, I these people are. So, uh, <laughs> Princess Irulan is basically, she's the daughter of the, of basically the Emperor of the Universe. So the one who kind of orchestrates. Uh, with the Harkonnens, to the one who you know worked with with this with the Spacing Guild to okay. sell spice, the one who helps the Harkonnens kind of organize the uh, extinction of House of, Tra- of House of Exactly. uh in the, the the daughter who's actually not, not a very big part in the, the lunch film uh she actually has a much much bigger part in the book uh to where she's like an an, an overseer you don't really know what, what side she's on actually very very interesting character and then the fact that like they have more time to really like flesh her out i do think is a good choice and i think florence p is a good, a good actress for it now yeah. faye Ruatha, uh he is baron harkonnen's nephew and actually uh uh batista's character it's his younger it's his younger brother okay so in, in the original, in the original uh, David Lynch film, he's played by Sting and he's basically like kind of like the rival to Paul Atreides, uh, you know, cause he's kind of, kind of like the anti-Paul. He's just, he's like this real, you know, like cocky, arrogant, cocky, arrogant son of a bitch, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, this is Austin is not someone who I originally thought of, but yeah, I think, I, think, I think it's a good choice. I think he, I, he, he looks scummy. I think that he looks the right age because you know the whole thing, a whole thing like, um, the whole thing with his character is supposed to be around around the same age as uh, Paul Atreides. So I think like, age wise he's work. I think he's I think he's talented. So yeah, I think I think he'd actually be a really good fit for it. And same with Florence. P. I mean Florence Pugh is one of the, our best actors right now. So yeah, I definitely let's see what she does in this. And yeah, uh, uh, but either way, I, I was I was excited to see these characters pop up in the next in the next Eagle, mainly Fade, who is my, 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 one of my favorite characters from the book. And, and even the original, because I do love Sting. But it's... Uh, look, bottom line, he has to have he has to have the Metal Speedo. He must have the Metal Speedo. <laughs> uh, next piece we we're talking about. In a sequel that I never thought would happen, but we're doing it. Uh, at long last, Russell... Oh,
1: God. Beetlejuice
0: is finally oh, getting okay. a sequel. <laughs> Oof, yeah, I thought, didn't know where People, we were going with that one. What do you think we was talking about? I don't know. I didn't know. Oh, okay but yeah no a, a beetlejuice sequel has been stop and go for a long time but it was announced uh in 20 uh, in fact, uh last month that well not last month a few weeks ago that uh they were going to be doing it both keaton and monota rider were be their roles the most shocking part of this is the fact that it's picked by by plan b so brad pitt is going to be a producer on this thing
1: is burton doing it
0: uh, no word on whether or not he's coming back that he is, he's not been announced to direct this again. Yeah. I to. do. I hope he comes back. Yeah. You gotta get, you gotta get him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. The fact that we have uh, Michael Keaton basically repri- going to be in the next couple of years, going to be reprising his two biggest roles.
1: Batman and Beetlejuice. And, and Crazy uh but i'm actually more interested in, in, in bj's the batman i'm being honest yeah this is going to be fun i hope elfman does the uh soundtrack oh he has he has to come score. back he's got to come back but like score and think everything of how much way. you can do bj's love with like modern day effects yeah i mean you could do a lot more with it yeah
0: and like that that the first was to still holds up with 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 their effects so imagine oh, like, yeah. what they can do today I, yeah i think you can make something really incredible so yeah uh, and also i mean i'll I, I let me say winona writer so Never gonna say no to that, but yeah, uh, definitely excited to see uh, when this comes out. Um, I mean, I, I'm curious to see if, if Burton doesn't come back, who they get. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, but that's good. Yeah, you you gotta get
0: someone, you got get someone who's just as crazy. Go get, go get like Ari Aster or something.
1: <laughs> Ari Aster would be crazy, yeah. Ari
0: Aster or fucking, uh, Robert Eggers, Eggers would make it crazy, yeah. Uh, or, or, oh, Taika Waititi's Beetle just be fucking awesome. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, this uh, next piece of news we're talking about another sequel that uh, this is one I never, I never thought it was. This is one that was in the works for a while, but it uh, is now back in circulation. Uh, I Am Legend is getting a sequel. Uh, not only is Will Smith coming back to reprise his role from the first film, uh, but Michael B. Jordan is going to be co-starring the movie with him. As crazy. well as producing, crazy. and the crazy thing is, like a lot of this came because Jordan had this like story pitch and it's like idea to, to bring it back that he wanted to do. Pretty cool, yeah, yeah. Which it's great. Which the Will Smith coming back is an interesting one to me because, I mean, in the theatrical cut, and spoiler alert, he, he does die at the end of the film, but in the, the director's cut, which I think is the far superior version of the film. Uh he lives. I mean, which I know sounds better, but it's actually a much a much darker ending. I do I, yeah. I just really love to talk about I Am Legend, which is like how how much different, how much more interesting the director's cut is. But yeah, um the director's I might might be my favorite Will Smith movie.
1: Just like to do like a, a deep dive between the director's cut with the original cut. Yeah, because I think yeah. The, the end
0: the ending of the the ending of the original fundamentally changed the entire film. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, um, yeah, what do you think of an I am what is equal teaming with teaming up Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd be kind of curious to see that, especially because he's the one to pitch to Smith. I mean, so obviously he has some kind of, you know, he's the real real
0: brainchild behind this,
1: like a passion behind it. So it makes sense to that. um, Yeah, I mean, if if he's that passionate about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. uh, Only thing I give me, you know, pause about this, but Akiva Goldsmith is coming back to write the script, which is Batman and Robin's own <laughs> Kiefer <Kiki> Goldsmith. <laughs> I feel like the worst thing Kiefer Goldman could have could happen. Have Mickey Goldman him winning an Oscar because like that gives he I guess you keep like it keeps giving him reason to justify them hiring him. Yeah, that's um not a good writer. Not a good writer. Not a good writer.
1: It's the worst Batman movie.
0: I think Forever's worse. Honestly, I think Forever's
1: so much worse. Uh, not looking I, mean, so I got Batman. I got a rewatch. It's been a while, but I I remember Batman and Robin.
0: And last story, this one actually uh, breaking news today. Uh, Deadpool 3, we've been hearing about it being in the works for a long time. We now have you know, some more concrete stuff. Now that it now, now has a director, uh, Ryan Reynolds, apparently new boy, Sean Levy is going to be set to direct the superhero follow up sequel. Uh, someone's been directing Ryan Reynolds in well the last two projects. He directed both. Uh, free guy and the Adam project which came out today i haven't seen it yet i'm assuming you haven't either
1: i not i was working all day so but i but uh, i want but i
0: but i want to see it i do too uh but yeah Lee is a guy who you know got his uh thing doing more family friendly fare uh but i do think he's a talented director what do you think about him doing another, uh, the next deadpool
1: yeah i mean why not i mean it made sense that they're obviously gonna make another one um it'd be something different with uh, you know three different directors for the films right? Um, yeah, everyone yeah. had a different director, so uh, yeah, maybe he can sprinkle something in there, kind of, you know, sprinkle something new into the character. You know what I mean? So they're not kind of like rehashing the same things. Make it make it a little bit more fun in its own unique way. You know? Yeah,
0: totally. Uh, I, I think I think this is uh, I think it's actually a good pairing, and someone who Ryan's very clearly com- comfortable with. So I think that's always encouraging. So yeah, definitely looking forward to seeing that when it comes out, uh, probably sooner rather than later. And that is going to do it for Notorious News. We now move on to the movie of the week, The Lost World, Jurassic Park. Now, we, ta- we did talk about the first film, if you want to go check that out. Uh, we did talk about that with uh, Marisol McKee. Uh, but yeah, bottom line, we're both massive fans of that film. It was a groundbreaking success. Uh, you know, effects wise, story wise, it gave audience something they'd never seen before. And it still remains Spielberg's highest grossing film to date. Like by a wide margin. Russ just staring at I can't, yeah, I, I yeah, Did you completely, completely ruined that bit. Completely I just started the music. I just the music now. I you you, you 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 had a good bit, you had a good bit, Damn Could not it. fall through.
1: I can it came in. Oh damn it. <laughs> I, I, I try to cue up some little John Williams score. That, that I, I,
0: yeah, I, I thought that's what you were doing, but I'm just like I can't I can't hear anything.
1: My bad. I, I wanted to set the tone.
0: I know. It's all right. You'll, 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 you'll get it next time. <laughs> we got a whole oh, month. We got a whole month of this. i just but do yeah. it next week. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, uh, Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park, still the highest grossing film of Spielberg's career. Only filming's made the top billion dollars. Yeah. So naturally as a sequel a sequel was inevitable yeah it really was this is and this is the only one spielberg himself came back to do and let me say pressure pressure expectations at an all-time high did it deliver not quite not not at all (laughs) but why did it not deliver well let's talk about it this is the lost world jurassic park we open on a rich fam- We open on a rich family vacationing on an, on an island, and uh, yeah, rich family, rich family in a monster movie. Yeah, know it's gonna work, he it's gonna work out. He knows it's gonna work out for them. Yeah, I mean, what could possibly happen? Uh, we 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 see what we see the daughter of the rich family going off and seeing a lizard, and already this is we already know this is not a normal kid. No, like what? Like what girl is going to look
1: at this dinosaur and say,
0: "Oh, how cute"?
1: yeah uh, just, uh a normal person my daughter would probably run away yeah i'd I'd run away
0: Look, I I'm, hope a, I'm, run- a,
1: I'm a grown-ass man and i'd
0: run away i
1: hope she would run away
0: <laughs> uh yeah it's also like it's also just so weird because the fact that, like like they they kill this child
1: yeah uh they that they, they absolutely do
0: yeah like like it's, just, it's so weird it's just like you know what we don't throw dinosaurs a bone. you know let's, let's let him get a child <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's 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 so it's so weird. Like the fact of, like this, this is the tone this is the tell we want to start off with.
1: Do they for sure kill her? Because I thought they said something about there was no, something they, they for sure kill her. Oh, OK, because I thought there was something about the news about a girl getting attacked. And I think I thought she lived.
0: Uh, maybe I missed that. But like, it's it seemed like they're implying that
1: they killed her. That's that's the thing. I just want to I just wanted to double check with that. I, I just wasn't 100 percent.
0: Yeah, we then meet what is our main character? Uh, the man who is our main character in the film Ian Malcolm played once again by Jeff Goldblum who a guy who is really not, not suited to be the main character of this franchise or this film.
1: No, it says real quick. It says their daughter wanders off and is attacked by a group of, uh, basically the, the, the species name, but is saved by her father and yacht crew. Apparently. Oh, she's saved. Apparently, but it, but you never see it though.
0: That's the thing. We never see it. We never know.
1: As far as we, we know, she died. Yeah.
0: Uh, but anyway, anyways, uh, we, yes, we meet our main character, Jeff Goldblum, who in the world is kind of seen as this crazy person. Yeah. So basically when uh, in the in the first Jurassic Park, apparently they all signed disclosure agreements. Yeah. I'm sorry. N- NDA where they couldn't
1: talk about it, <laughs> yeah. which is such fucking bullshit considering all the yeah. shit they went through. <laughs> Seriously, like they went through hell and back and yeah.
0: Yeah. But like, it's weird. Like the, the one person to say something with the crazy guy, no one was going to believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Alan Grant didn't say anything, Elliot Sandler didn't say
1: anything. The two kids who are in this for no reason, yeah, literally, you could take them out and it furthers nothing.
0: Yeah, t- yeah. Tim and Lex are back in
1: this movie for like two minutes, literally, just a cameo. Yeah, for no reason.
0: Like, like I said, you could have cut them out, would have made no difference.
1: Did you notice any uh product placements again in this one?
0: I think I know it was a couple. I don't I don't remember uh, specifically.
1: Wasn't one Nixon? Wasn't a camera? I Nikon, used, Nikon. Nikon, Nikon. Nixon. <laughs> oh yeah, look, it looks, I always thought it was and I, I, I thought you spelled Nick. I don't know, whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. So we also meet we also meet, I guess, the main villain of the movie. Uh Peter Ludlow, who is John Hammond's nephew, is basically taking over and in from them. Which I mean, this is uh, of all the Jurassic Park films, I think this has, like the least memorable villain human villain
1: yeah i'll i'll go to bat with that one because i i was telling you last night when we were talking about all uh, the review and stuff like i remember seeing this movie i was like 14 years old really excited about it you know and i just i really really liked it and it had been probably i would say like at least 15 plus years since i've revisited this film so uh yeah definitely definitely a lot to uh, unpack in between the, the 15 years it's been since i've seen this one
0: yeah but another thing I want to talk about with Golden real quick is the fact that you know in the first film, you know, he was fun, he was energetic, he had this like swagger about him. Here, he's fucking boring.
1: He's so he, he loses boring. it, yeah. He definitely yeah, loses like, it. it, it, it look like he doesn't want to be here? Again, this is I mean, you figure what four years after the first one. Um it just—I don't know. It's just—I feel like we're just trying too much with this. You know, we're trying just to, to what made the first one special. Hey, you know, here are the you know the two, the kids from the first one here. Here's you know here's Ian Malcolm. It's like yeah, it's like great, but it's like you're not giving him a whole lot to do. That what made his character so good in the first one, you know.
0: But also, it's weird. The thing I noticed, like the thing I noticed in this—the fact that like they, it's almost like they forget details of the first. Like if, for example, Ian Malcolm says that three three people died in the first Jurassic Park. Yeah,
1: that's not at all true. Yeah, I counted true. five.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm just like, oh okay, sure, three, whatever. He didn't care about Wayne Knight. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't care about Wayne, Knight. or Samuel Jackson. Yeah, he's like, you know what? No, nope, there you go. Yeah. There's three. It's three. I forget. three. Yeah, whatever. Three, three. I saw. Didn't ma- yes. I don't know it matters. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, like I said, he's there to talk to John Ham. Yeah, John Ham played once again by Richard Attenborough. Uh, who <laughs> get this? Turns out there is another island with dinosaurs on it. They call Site B. What? Yeah. It, turned, yeah, it was like, why were we told? about? It? so apparently this was only used for breeding and testing, which begs the question, what the fuck was the point of that lab in the first movie? Uh,
1: yeah. So now you're giving a reason basically the transport. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand why we have to throw that in there.
0: Yeah. But it's just, it's just like, it, it, it just makes no sense in context of, in context of the other film. It's just, just like it's just because it's for breeding and testing. Why was why was there a giant lab in the middle of the first park?
1: It wasn't that supposed to be where you did that. Like, exactly. Again, again, this is just maybe I don't know. Maybe they they want you again. This is just for plot.
0: Anyways, they had they had to leave the site because of a hurricane. So the animal's been roaming free for the past four years. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So what John Hale wants to do is he wants to send a team there to document. The din document the dinosaurs, Jerry. Public interest to keep them there. Uh-huh. Not sure why you need to do that. I mean, you could just like let them stay there.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, you really don't need a reason to do this.
0: Uh. Yeah, but anyways. Uh. So he's uh he's asking uh uh Ian Malcolm to go and lead the team in order to go there, uh, in order to you know lead the mission. Uh. Obviously, he doesn't want to fucking do it. Yeah, for good reason,
1: definitely knows how this plays out or will play out. And was like, yep,
0: I'm OK. Yeah, but also look, look at the team. Look at the team. He's got. he's got like a tech expert, a photographer, a paleontologist. Why does he why does he need a chaotician? Why does he need to go? Yeah, it's not, it's not like he's familiar with It's not like he's familiar with his islands. Like he's, no, he, he's never it, been here.
1: Yeah. So you basically can put a, a, a you're putting strangers on there. It doesn't really matter. They've never been there either.
0: Yeah, so I I don't I don't understand why why you need to. I mean, I know why he's there because he was in the first who's in the first movie and everyone loved him in the first movie.
1: Yeah, so you have to be, uh, just. This is just because.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So you. Uh, so obviously, he doesn't want to go, but uh, John Hammond has his ways. So it turns out the paleontologist that he sent is is Ian Malcolm's girlfriend.
1: What? Yeah,
0: which just begs so many questions. Just raises so many questions. Uh, one, why would she go knowing what to what he went through in the first film?
1: And two, how do you go
0: off to an island in Costa Rica and not tell your boyfriend?
1: Because she's filming porno and boogie nights, maybe that's what she's doing. <laughs> I don't because it came out in '97. Yeah, same year, there you have it. Just because I mean, like, Russell, <laughs> like, 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 like
0: would what, 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 what Beck leave to coaster Beck leave to a uh, mysterious dinosaur island in Costa Rica I'm telling you?
1: I mean, I would like to think not. I'm sure there's times where I drive her. I hope not. I'm sure I drive her to points where she'd probably want to do that. It'd probably be more entertaining. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I would like to think no. So I'm going to go with no on that. Uh,
0: yeah, but anyway, so uh, of course, this is how. Uh, well, we need we find out why she, why she did those things. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, we do meet the rest of the team. Uh, we have the tech expert played by Richard Schiff. Uh, Toby from the West Wing. And the photographer, uh, what the fuck was his name? Was it was it Peter? I think it is Peter. Yeah, like, like they yeah, Peter. It is Peter. Played by, are there three different Peters in this movie? Oh boy, this gets this gets confusing. Hold on, I'm I'm I'm, I'm double checking.
1: Peter played Nick, by Vince.
0: Sorry, Nick Van Owen.
1: Ah, uh, Nick Van, that's right. like, Van like Van there's there's no way there there are three different Peters. Good old Vince Vaughn. Uh, but we also see that
0: Jeff Goldman is joined. Uh, Ian Malcolm is joined by his only daughter. Say it again. His only daughter. <laughs> I bring that up because in the first Jurassic Park, he said he had three kids.
1: The other two have tragically passed <laughs> the
0: other, the, on. The, the other, the other two got the, the other <laughs> two got the Judy Winslow treatment. They were sent upstairs, and never came back down.
1: Yeah, or he just gave them up for adoption. I don't know. He, he can only physically. Well, he was only able to afford one. I don't know. I see Jeff Gobam
0: father this is uh, his daughter Kelly we see uh Ian Malcolm father of the year here <laughs> yeah where he's just like he's just he's he's dumping out. <laughs> yeah well first of all she's sad because big shock Ian Malcolm's not a very good dad <laughs> and and she and uh you know he is he wants to dump her off with with a friend of a friend of his you know stay because you know obviously island with fucking dinosaurs on it don't want my daughter there <laughs> Uh but you know his, his the, mom, the mom abandoned her too, so it's like yeah, whatever. Uh but she ends up sneaking on the island anyway, so that's so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. So the whole the whole reason she goes to the island is like to give to give him motivation to keep going, he's already there to save his girlfriend. Yeah. So the daughter doesn't need to be here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's here, she's here because they the first movie had kids. So we need yeah. kids in this one too. Yes. Actually, I think I think all Jurassic Park movies had like major kid characters and I think about it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh we get like we get to the, the site B, East East Lasorna, and we see you know, we guys we start to get some actual dinosaur stuff. Now, first question you have is what uh if you remember in the first film, the dinosaurs had a lysine deficiency. So uh, basically, if they were not given enough, enough lysine, they were going to go into a coma and die. So, how are they getting lysine foods? Uh, well, how are they getting lysine in their system? Well, the herbivores are eating lysine-rich plants, and the carnivores are eating the herbivores. So, so there's that. But also, we get the we get the question as to we get the answer to the question as to why uh, Sarah would go to this island without telling anybody, knowing what happened in the first film. It's because she's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sarah played by Julianne Moore is the absolute worst. <laughs> like, like every every scene in this movie she's doing something wildly idiotic. And it, and it already starts off at like, you know, like a low bar. Like she's she's petting this like baby stegosaurus which which obviously angers the mom and gets her to attack.
1: Yeah, so you're yeah, common sense one on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> good job. good job. Thing is, that's like like the, the, the sixth dumbest thing she does in this movie. <laughs> uh so anyways they they, <laughs> they end up set they end up setting up shop here but then they realize that they are not alone they're not the only team sent to this island. As Ingen, uh again uh, led by peter uh has has his own uh his own team to go and uh go and survey but they're not here to survey no what they're here to do is they're here to capture dinosaurs
1: yeah, little, little, little different, uh, little different plans these guys got.
0: Yeah, uh, their group is led by Hunter Roll and played by Pete Pete Postlethwaite, who was who was an awesome actor. I was, I was he's
1: such all. such such a good supporting actor. Uh, really makes you appreciate what what he did on the screen.
0: Absolutely. But yeah, uh, he's the lead hunter. But like I think the, the crazy thing about it is like these these hunters, the fact that like they never really know what they they don't know what they're hunting. No, they can't they can't say any dinosaur names. Just like
1: yeah. you guys seem like terribly inept to do this yeah like it's like it's your hobby but you have no idea what the hell you're catching or what it's you're your hobby
0: with. and your job but like you can't name a single can't, yeah. name, can't name the next are you trying to hunt it's like you're a fisher and you're just like i just want fish come on fish so, get get the group the good the group the dripper, the, the, the big one
1: <laughs> yeah just get get it's moving around it's a fish get it
0: yeah but i, I think a big weakness is some of the fact that like the story at its core, or not the story, like the di- the dialogue given and the scenes given, they're not very interesting. They just feel like they just feel like they're, f- they're filling time.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess rewatching this movie now in my thirties, um, it just it, it is different. It's a different tone. It does move a little slower. Um, yeah, they're, and, they're, yeah. It,
0: it, it feels like we're we're at the first, you know, when that, when the, for the first the first guys had slower moments too. But when but those no... happen, when when those happen, it felt like you know they were doing it to you know, build, you know, build drama and like build character here. It's it feels yeah. like they're like filling time, until dinosaur till the dinosaurs show up.
1: But like there's no action, like there's nothing getting you uh invested in this at all. There's nothing to catch you, you know what
0: I mean? Yeah. But anyway, so uh they're they hell bent on uh capturing a T Rex because they want to what they want to do is they want to capture dinosaurs and bring them to a
1: zoo in America. Yeah, because that would work out really well.
0: Yeah, I am cuz you didn't learn any any fucking lessons from your uncle. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh so our he, our heroes get the well, first of all, they capture a baby T-Rex in order to lure at, lure out uh the mother. Yeah. Uh, but our our heroes get the bright idea to let all the dinos out of the cage.
1: Yeah, cuz yeah, let's let's fight against more of them because what could it, could more what can more possibly do?
0: yeah <laughs> you know like obviously obviously this this goes wrong yeah i mean it can't go right i get
1: i get it like i, I, the, I, I,
0: I get it they're the bad guy but like you're like you're really, like you're like actively trying to get, get people killed
1: Peter is is cheering yes you know that we're letting the we're no animals are harmed yes but it's like you're not supposed to let the, the i mean these these dinosaurs are gonna like maul you you know what i mean it's like you you, you shouldn't let them all go at once, like that, you know.
0: My favorite part of this whole sequence is like, remember you that you bit where like Pete Postlethwaite and Peter Stormare in the tree and the, that guy's flaming car just yeah. like, launches at him. Yeah. What fucking dinosaur did that? <laughs>
1: Seriously?
0: Yeah. I'm like, no, like, what, what's Like, what? 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 Fucking, you, you tell me, movie, tell me, what dinosaur yeah. is able to do that? <laughs> uh, so they they end up. They end up taking the baby T Rex back to the trailer. He has a broken leg, so they're just like, "Oh, we can't, we can't lose him to the wild; he'll die." Uh, so, knowing good and goddamn well, let's
1: the mother's gonna a- show up. Let's put an ace bandage on it.
0: Let's put it. Let's bring him into our trailer.
1: <laughs> yeah, because knowing
0: full well the mother's gonna show up,
1: knowing that the the animal's going to make noise to call for his mother.
0: Yeah, and even his daughter is like, "Uh, shit." Let me out. Please let me
1: out. She can see the writing on the wall. It doesn't take too much to see that.
0: Yeah. But again, uh, again, Sa- Sarah and uh, Sarah is the worst. So she's not good at making
1: decisions. Skin, you all worked up over here. I am mad. as. Hell. Chance is so frustrated. You should see it. Dude. He's throwing shit. Uh... God, damn, God, damn, God damn. God damn. Why did you take the baby in the trailer?
0: uh yeah so uh nick uh nick van owen and sarah are working on the t-rex uh baby t-rex but the, uh, they're in this like this like this like perch where they're yeah. looking and they see like something coming and they're trying to call and warn them sure enough they're not picking up the fucking phone
1: yeah and it's literally in that small trailer like you you could you could easily hear it yeah just like what the, wait, are you are you dumb are you dumb and how weird is it to see Vince Vaughn in a Jurassic Park movie? I just throw that it's, out there, too. It's very
0: weird. I do like I do like the bit, though, where, like, Golden, Golden's going down. Ian Malcolm's going down to save him. And yeah. like, he's like, I'll be back. He got my words. His <laughs> so was like, you never keep your words. Like, and he doesn't say anything. He's going. Yeah. Like, uh,
1: shit. Shit, she got me.
0: Well, I'm Batman. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously. Uh, <laughs> obviously. Obviously.
1: Surprise! The T. The T. Rex shows up. The mommy T. Rex shows up. What? I like how they just open a door and try to hand deliver it back. Nothing's gonna yeah. happen, right?
0: But also, like, the crazy thing. Well, first of all, this is just a blatant rip off of the of the Jeep of the Jeep scene. Oh, the yeah.
1: Yeah, they're just basically again. It has the rain that always that th- always yeah. throws the ominous. Um, but
0: also, something you notice in the fact, and this is the fact that every line, almost every line, Ian e.
1: Malcolm has feels like it was written to be in the trailer. Oh yeah. You could film a trailer with any segment that he says. Yeah. Or, or like, like what those one-liners like, all, like everywhere.
0: Yeah. I do. I could do like just like, ah, you know, what? will we'll give him back. No harm, no foul. Right. Wrong. Uh, the, t-rex, the T-Rex decided to push it, push the trailers off the cliff.
1: Yeah, can we say that this thing would have just went off the cliff and not hang on as much as, as long as it did.
0: But also, why are you setting your things up near a cliff with giant dinosaurs walking around? Uh,
1: yeah, that, this should have been completely not near the edge of this cliff at all.
0: Yeah, like, I, yeah, I mean, I get there's and, two trailers, but no. And, two,
1: and number two, this Jeep is not pulling this thing out.
0: We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But first of all, I do want to talk about how, like, they, when they're trying to break the glass to get out, they
1: won't break. Oh, yeah, When the,
0: the trailer's hanging down, yeah. and all, yeah. as cool as it looks to see, like,
1: you know, the glass, like, just because it started cracking. to crinkle and crackle, yeah.
0: But like, like you can, like, okay. Suddenly this glass couldn't break. Now it's now it's cracking. Like no, that's just, that's like, it's just I think it's insane. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, Toby, to, uh, Toby from the from the West Wing. I think his name is like Emmett. I think Emmett's his name.
1: I wouldn't know. I never watched it.
0: No, 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 no. Uh, his character in this movie.
1: Oh, I thought you meant from the West Wing. I'm like, yeah. I no, he he's, he's Toby on the West Wing. Eddie, Eddie. Uh huh. Yeah, so Eddie's trying to
0: get them, uh, to get them out. Uh, he throws down this rope. He's just like, you "Need anything else?" It's like, "Uh, yeah, three cheeseburgers." <laughs> yeah. No, no onions, fries of mine. And like, okay, I, I, that was him. Like, okay, you know what?
1: Fuck y'all. You hang. <laughs> you know what? I'm walking away now. You're gonna die. Goodbye.
0: But like, yeah, yeah, you were talking about it. he tied he ties the,
1: he ties the trailers to his jeep, dude, and starts pulling it back in he, the mud. It starts working in the fucking <laughs> mud. You're not going to get any traction. No, but also like, no, you're not pulling. Like, one team is not pulling up these two trailers. No, I'm, I'm just like, you've got to be shit to And on top of it, it's like he is like literally he's like like going for hard left and right. Like he's like he's not getting any traction and it's working. It's bringing it up. No way. Yeah.
0: Uh, but then, you know, the, the T-Rex side, you know what? Nah, I, I ain't done fucking with you yet. Yeah. <laughs> they, they come back. you you remember you remember how you know two kids were able to hold a piece a piece of glass get the t-rex out out of the car well the t i guess they started lifting weights yeah (laughs) they they took notes (laughs) because they just ripped this shit apart (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, they're at this van apart uh (laughs) they they eat eddie (laughs) Uh, and the trailers fall, but they're, they're hanging from a rope that's tied to a tree, not the Jeep. So it's able to fall perfectly around them. Doesn't, nothing remotely touches them.
1: Nothing drags them down.
0: Buster Keaton couldn't time <laughs> something that to work this perfectly.
1: Why does the one that really went down there to try to play hero die? Yeah, right. Like, like, come on, like the guy that's going to do all that work. It, it, this is what you're going to do. This is how you're going to thank him.
0: Yeah, we also, yeah. So uh, they, they then get saved by the, by the in general people. We find out that like uh, Vince Vaughn's character, Nick Vano, he's like this like good like like extreme eco terrorist type. Yeah, he does something really fucking dick later in the movie. Uh, but anyway, so uh, yeah, they they had no choice; they have to go. They have to go along with them and trying to get to a communications tower on the other side of the island. And uh, how, do you think, how do you think that goes? Not well, mostly because they mostly because they they all start doing some incredibly stupid decisions. Yes. Like this one hunter played by Peter Stormare, uh, he has he has to pee, so he goes off in the woods by himself. Yeah, because full of dinosaurs, because that works well for everybody. But I was just like, what, why would you, why would you do this? Not knowing what's out there. Yeah, not 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 a good move. Yeah, he ends up getting attacked. He ends up getting attacked and killed by the same thing that hurt that killed that little girl at the beginning of the movie.
1: Apparently, I didn't kill her. Um, no, in, in my head canon, she died. <laughs> I swear I did hear the, like a news thing where it said or somebody said something that she yeah. wasn't.
0: And you know, uh, and, and adding to the montage of reason not to like Sarah Harding, uh, when she was, she got smacked to get some of the T-Rex, baby T-Rex's blood on her shirt when she was working on it in the trailer. Despite the fact that she knows these things have incredible sense of smell, she keeps wearing that bloody shirt. Yeah,
1: because they're not going to smell it.
0: Yeah, because I'm not gonna find it. Oh, what a shock! A T Rex found you because of the blood on your shirt. What? <laughs> the T Rex? I do. not I don't know why. It's like the optics of this of this like T Rex is like peering his nose into, into this tent.
1: I don't know why. I just find it funny. Yeah, it is. It, it is actually funny. But you you get more for the value, more bang for your buck with the uh, the side shadow of, of the. Of oh, It's well, really cool. They
0: they use the fuck out of these T Rex heads in this movie. Yeah. You know what? Like people are like, you know what? These motherfuckers are big and they're expensive, and I'm gonna show them off. Uh so yeah. <laughs> uh they uh yeah, the camp freaks out because Sarah's about to get them killed, and so they all partake in running away from the dinosaurs, which but the fact like, that they're running away and it works. Keep in mind the first film, uh, not only did it keep pace with a Jeep. <laughs> But Hammond said they clocked this, they clocked this thing at 32 miles an hour. So what the fuck is slowing him down? Yeah, always made, made my favorite death in the entire movie. Is that you know what I'm talking about? Is that one dude where he yeah. gets a snake in his shirt, he runs right into the open mouth of T Rex. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So we we not get to maybe my favorite scene in the entire film. It's it's this scene where they're going through this field. Are, like, the Indian people are going to this field, and you see you see the tail, and you see like they're being picked off one by one by raptors.
1: Yeah.
0: Now I do like this setup is because I I think I I like this scene because I think it's an inherently, inherently a good setup. Yeah, you know you have like this scene where like it's, it's dark, you see the tails, you really play off the whole like you know ultimate hunter aspect of, of the velociraptor, and also you know I I don't even like I don't even like these, these gen people so. <laughs> Uh yeah, so it's fine. But it's when they get out of the field where they go into the where they go into like the the actual like building populated area. Yeah. where it just gets
1: cartoony. Yeah. I
0: get, like raptor like busting through windows and <laughs> shit. Yeah, really uh
1: far-fetched shit.
0: Yeah, it's, it's 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 just weird. But but we then get maybe the the low point of the film. First of all, uh you know, Golden being hunted by a velociraptor. We then get to what? Okay, look at this. At this point, this was the little. This is the low point of the Jurassic Park franchise. Kelly goes and she uses her gymnastics. Oh my kill, lord! Yes, to kill the raptor. Yeah, no, <laughs> like literally, like she starts doing this, like this like elaborate
1: gymnastics routine. Straight up, calls like, "Hey, you!" And then, so the way the raptor looks, you're just like, huh? What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's worse—the fact that she does the gymnastics or the raptor looks. He's like, oh, you call me? Oh shit! Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, like you, you, see, you see, like, is the thing like you just, you just sit, you, you just sit, you like, you're in awe for like ten minutes. It's like, what, what did I just see? <laughs> what did I just see? Oh, and that massively dick thing that Nick Van Own did. He t- he took Roland's bullets. So yeah. he can't get, get developed I'm like, dude. What the fuck they, is wrong with you? You don't even have a gun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, anyways, they get uh the helicopter ride because Nick Van was able to contact people people off outside the island to get to get a chopper in, and they managed to get off the island. Now, you would feel you feel like you know, okay, we, we was wrapping up. Well, wasn't great, but you know, it's fine. It's cool, it was all right. No. We the really movie keeps going for like another thirty minutes.
1: Yeah, I definitely, there is definitely a lot of drag in this one.
0: Yeah, so and they, so the end, of the meal managed to capture a T Rex and then bring it back to San Diego. Uh, however, the something something's up because the boat that the T Rex is on is not slowing down into the harbor, and they br- they get into the boat. They see that the crew has been eaten. Now. Uh, its crew's been eaten. They open the cargo door and the T Rex pops out. So, what they're implying is the T Rex managed to get out of its cage, eat the entire crew, and put itself back in its cage and close the door.
1: Magical, magical. How That's... the fuck do you do any
0: of that? Yeah. <laughs> Just, be-
1: just because.
0: The weirdest thing is the fact that like he managed to somehow leave the leave the captain's hand on the steering wheel, and, and it was like perfectly like, like
1: perfectly yeah. intact.
0: Yeah. It's like yeah. it, first of all, that like it's is in fitting that room. So how the fuck it, did he do this? Yeah, and it would have been mauled. It wouldn't have been like, perfectly. Like rap Raptors maybe. Yeah. T Rex, no.
1: It was like perfectly circular.
0: Yeah. So the T Rex busts out and. Basically, like the, the last like twenty minutes, of this movie is like a Godzilla. It's like a Godzilla parody.
1: It is pretty much, yeah,
0: yeah. Just like ro- like roaming, ro- like T Rex like, roaming around San
1: Diego. He eats a dog, <laughs> which is like probably super horrifying for kids. A kid wakes up, it wakes his parents up, and says, "There's a dinosaur in the backyard, or whatever," and they don't believe him. Which, yeah, yeah Again, this, th- this thing, like they don't feel the vibration, they don't, they don't hear yeah. anything. It reminds me kind of like Transformers. I think when, yeah. when when Transformers when I think I it? imagine this yeah. happening on the same block, dude. I thought the same shit when I was watching. I kind of felt it, like just watching that. You know, watching the dinosaur go through. I'm like, this reminds me of kind of like Transformers shit.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's 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 wrecking he's wrecking shit all over all over San Diego. But then we see like maybe like the coolest Easter egg in this film. Like, it, it, he sends a bus crashing his video store. We see a poster for a bunch of posters for fake movies. Yeah. One of which is King Lear starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hell yeah! <laughs> and you see that you're just, like, and you're just like, why the hell am I not watching that movie?
1: Seriously, where's the governor when you need him? <laughs> you st- movie, you start again. I want to see Arnold. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So he's got. So they're going about, They managed to, to lure her back with the, with the ba- with the baby back to the ship. They get her back to the ship, lock her in, and yeah, that's it. There you have it. (laughs) Uh they sent they send her back to East East Sorna. Uh they have John, you know, John Hamming giving his closing monologue saying, you know, life finds a way. We don't know, we don't don't interfere, leave the dinosaurs where they are, and we're gonna be good. And and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, so, Russell, what did you think of the of the Lost World Jurassic Park at the start of our movie March? You know what?
1: Honestly, I remember loving this uh, sequel uh, when I first saw it in 97 just because, I, you know, I'm 14. You know, it was one of those summer blockbusters. Yeah, you know, this movie did bonkers at, at the theater, did made tons of money, um, you know, and watching it now, just like, yeah, it just really does kind of drag along. There are some funny scenes here and there. There are some like funny one-liners. I feel like Vince Vaughn's more comic relief than... Uh, Jeff Goldblum's character, um, yeah, kind of what you said. Julianne Moore's character is just not a likable character. Um, you really, yeah, you really don't take a whole lot of this with you. The only thing I really remember was dinosaurs in San Diego. That's pretty much what I remember from the movie. You know what I mean? I always remember that. Um, but outside of that, just kind of a forgetful, you know, forgetful uh, a film. Uh, one that I, you know, I always thought was oh my god, the Lost World was a shit dude. You know what I mean? And I haven't watched it now. I'm like, uh. Was it though? Uh it was one of those ones where definitely um not as good as the original. I mean, it was never good as the original, but I really went to bat for it. Um, we'll see what you know, we'll see what the next one said. Uh, you know, see what the next one has to say. I still remember liking to uh, Lost World more than JP three, but again, we'll we'll find out uh once I uh view that for this first time in multiple another 15, 20 plus years. Yeah, for my money, this is the worst Jurassic Park sequel. Like
0: not by a wide margin, because there are there are some oof, there are some. Maybe
1: three, though. I might I might make it the worst. I don't know yet, though, because like I said, I'm gonna have to rewatch it. Uh, just three to be is, fair. Three
0: is at least short. I also find you, this.
1: What this was is, it like? What I remember it just ending abruptly in the theater. I'm yeah, no, watching. I, I, yeah, it, it doesn't
0: even end. It just it just like stops. But it's but like, this one no. is just like it just like utterly joyless. Yeah. Like, it it it's a movie that just like goes and like it's like it's like uh, it's it's a slog. You're yeah. not interested, you're not really interested in anything going on. The characters They're, are either just like annoying, bland, or unlikable.
1: Like there's no, not a there's whole lot of
0: things. action. Not a whole lot. Like, I mean, yeah, like, it, the scenes feel like fillers don't really a whole lot of character. Yeah. And it just it doesn't feel very Spielberg, honestly.
1: No, I mean, minus the scores, like obviously William score and stuff like that. Like outside of like the little things like that, I mean, yeah. you really don't take a whole lot away from it. Um, it, it like kind of what you said, it doesn't really feel like something Spielberg does, like, because like I feel like it's like almost like a half-assed spielberg film like like he was in a rush that's- to make it but he had four years like you know what i mean you yeah, had plenty yeah. of time he Had four years <laughs> yeah so and this is all you had to show for it it's kind of one of those ones i don't think he put a lot into it he could have really done it a lot better a lot sharper but it is what it is and but nonetheless it's it's still here
0: well life in this franchise did find a way as we're gonna keep exploring this month uh but that was the end that's the end of our show today ladies and gents uh russell i'm gonna plug before we head
1: out yeah, notorious by chance. The Facebook group, obviously, not putting any polls up this month because we are going to tackle this Jurassic Park franchise. Um, you guys can also find us notorious by chance on YouTube. Uh, I think we're going to try to put out maybe something a Batman thing. Maybe we can do.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah that we'll see. Yeah, uh, yeah. From Twitter, Instagram, at chance Wars underscore ninety one. Check out the movie, Trish Modem where I compete. Uh, season nine is underway. Really like a lot of what what, what we're doing right now. Especially with Friday Night Titans, the pay per views. It's all all a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.